forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast may contain middle-aged ghosts, tedious boat lines, askew elevators, and a themed hotel that started with an intricate story that had to be experienced throughout three attractions in sequential order, but now is just a place where people do esports and Carrot Top does prop comedy. It's the Luxor on Podcast The Ride, Sin City Nights. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, Sin City Nights, the sleazy desert cousin of Podcast The Ride, much like Snoopy's cousin Spike. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Jason Sheridan. That's right. We're like Spike. We have those, we grew those long, the long, like, mustache danglies. Yeah, those very concerted. We <laughs> all, we all, <laughs> we all grew eight hairs, eight uh-huh. thick hairs out of our face. That's all we can do. Mike Carlson. Right? I'm here, and I've also grown, grown those long mustache danglies, as Jason says. They're not, it's not just a long mustache. They're mustache danglies, in case you don't know. It's a, a distinction. It's a, it's a desert term is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd know if you were sleezing around in the desert as we have been. Well, that's what Spike is. Topics. He's a desert guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with you. Not just that. Now, this I was checking the levels. So, to be fair, <laughs> I wasn't zoned out. I had things so I to do. I came in with show energy. You had I to, had okay, things okay. to do. I'm sure, sorry. Sure, sure, sure. No, your your ability to focus uh, for the most part, given that you're riding the levels, is admirable. Yeah. Um, listen, uh, I'm going to dive right in with something that is not Vegas related, and I don't want it to take over the episode. And I fear that it may open Pandora's box. All right. Uh, but I feel like I I got to say it because it is part of the series even yeah. though it's not uh vegas related and it is this if you can imagine i've been doing some further thinking about space mountain fans uh this okay. came up in the mgm grand episode mm. two weeks ago there was a little uh a little discussion a disagreement you might say a loss on my part that was how i chalked it up <laughs> in mm. the episode uh the the notion came up of whether Space Mountain speed is partially Whoa. simulated due to the fans, due to fans that are potentially blown on you, that blow mm. cold air as if to simulate space travel or something that a faster roller coaster might do. Right. Uh, this was something that Jason brought up. I uh, balked at this mm. notion. Uh, Mike went a googling, and you discovered enough results that made me feel in that moment as if perhaps, uh, mm. because I, though I balked, it seemed like well, that's enough people who have maybe brought up right. the idea that the speed of Space Mountain is simulated with cold air fans. Uh, I didn't like taking the loss. It didn't feel good to me. I kept thinking about it. it seems I went like you home. Didn't stop there. Uh, no, no. <laughs> if you can imagine, um, it seemed like the best thing to do in the moment was just to admit defeat. But I've realized that the best thing to do for the podcast in general is to rip this thread mm. wide open okay. again. Hey, and in talk Vegas, about it a little more. You got to double down. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I wonder if I already did. I think this might be a triple down on oh, my wow, part. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm reopening this again, and here's why. 
Uh, I felt a little pummeled by the amount of source. This is what you were mm. indicating uh, where you were sitting, Mike. It was like, I don't know, there's a lot of things that are bringing yeah. this up. I started feeling like, well, if there's a number of them and not just one weird source, uh, then mm-hmm. maybe I, I should admit defeat here. But as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what are these sources exactly? And I went looking. I looked mm. in a couple of places. Uh, theme Park Center. Yeah, we all know Theme Park. We're all hanging out on Theme Park Did Center. Did I say that one on the episode? I said you one. You called that one out as like a, do we know that? And we're like, maybe. We don't <laughs> know. I'm looking. We've never been to Theme Park Center. We've never been to the thetravel.com. We've never uh. been to an expired Tumblr called Disneyland Secrets. And then the main source, <laughs> and this was obviously flagged when it came up, mm. was that this this fact was touted by Inside the Magic. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if they're the most trustworthy. If if their headline is uh, ladies still swooning over Johnny Depp's perfect abs, <laughs> uh, you can, you, you know, uh, uh, audiences demand Johnny Depp's rippling abs mm-hmm. back in the Pirates franchise. You can trust them on that. Anything Depp-related, I'll give that to them. That's they, their beat. They were on a tear about woke Cinderella this week. Woke live-action Cinderella. Right, and they're that right. one that happened already? Or no, is it it's going coming. To? Rachel Ziegler. They, Academy did, Award sorry, winner Disney, Rachel Ziegler. Wait, are you sure that Disney did, didn't did? already remake Cinderella? Yeah, they did. That they was did. I'm, I'm sorry, ones. Snow White. Snow oh, okay, White. Okay, there you okay. go. I, I get them always. I get them mixed up. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Well, it's yeah. Uh, uh, I so they you know they have their things that yeah they're an, they're experts on woke culture. Yeah. But are they experts yeah. on Space Mountain fans? I don't know. I looked at their article. This is how much I wanted. To, I'm really sorry that I clicked and came close to giving them any ad revenue or anything. But I I did give them a page click and it's one of those in classic inside the magic fashion it's mm. like Disneyland is a park that has entertainment <laughs> over the like let's let's uh-huh. do 19 paragraphs where we say every key phrase mm-hmm. in theme park world and bipedal <laughs> humans enjoy amusement and vacationing <laughs> In name, it's like the, you have to get through the entire existence of man. They go through the Book of Genesis. They, uh, 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 G- Jesus is discussed for a while, and then before, and then finally, they bury what you're actually there for. And they say, "Wow, a fan figured out that actually fans are used to simulate the speed of." And then it's just it's a TikTok. It's something called the Mouselets, and they say, <laughs> "Did you know that fans are used to simulate cold air on the?" All right, for more facts, check out the Mouselets on. And I just start thinking. Where is the good source on this? Yeah. Where is and and, and I'm this isn't about me saying Jason's wrong. I actually would like to take that out of it. In this, I'm just trying to figure out what's what. I'm trying to take fake news out of the yeah. equation because I think we're dealing with a lot of fake news here. And in what I've just said of where this is discussed, what haven't I said? I've found it on Jim Hill, mm. Len Testa. Expedition theme park, Martin's vids. Right. None of these sources that we usually go to, that we usually tout, say anything about Space Mountain simulating with cold fan. Now, there's also some Reddit threads about it, right. and I'll give it that. But but I don't know if you can trust a, a TIL, a mm. Today I Learned, as a definitive source on this issue. And I'm not saying there isn't a definitive source out there. This is just, this is why I bring it up. I want to know, I want a source that we can trust okay. to verify that fans are used on Space Mountain to simulate that it doesn't actually, because I'm just not... I don't see the proof. I'm not buying it right now. Truthfully, I had already forgotten about this, and I thought you were talking about Space Mountain, like, 
enthusiasts and i was like mm-hmm. oh god what discourse did i miss this week <laughs> in between the like you know haunted mansion going like i'm gonna run to the rallies next door for a burger to calm down you know like oh, the between, product placement the, in the, the haunted mansion aggressive yeah, yeah. product placement <laughs> the the recent uh uh internet trend where i wake up every day and learn a new of like bizarre thing about the haunted mansion movie yeah no it's been it's been a pummeling lately a lot of strange decisions yeah, apparently, I haven't seen it, but apparently it's like, let me get out a pad and paper that I got at CVS. <laughs> um, really weird. No, like no, no, Wayne's you, you moved on, Jason. You moved a lot. You took your victory and you moved on and I stayed in the weeds. I said, mm. wait a minute, wait a minute. And I've been I've been uh, connecting yarn on pins ever since. The Charlie Day meme. Or, yeah. Yes, I am a living Charlie Day meme right now. Right. Uh, um, but what do you, uh, now, that, now that I've brought all this up emotionally, D- Jason, are you like... Uh, go ahead, do your thing. Or do, do you feel confident in, in this fact <laughs> still? Or do you think I'm the crazy one? Do you think it's possible that I will be disproven again? Or, uh, uh, I don't know, Where, how are you feeling that I bring this No, up? I'm happy to see. I mean, I, I you know, uh, when I brought it up, it was mostly going off of, like, memory and, you know, going through with the mm-hmm. lights on once or twice on both coasts, you know? Yes. And, like, I swear I saw a fan, and, like, it's very cold on my face going through here. It seems far too cold for it to be 35 miles per hour, it's you know? A, it's a cold room, I'll give you that. It's a and really again, cold yeah. room, And to yeah. say what we said the previous time this came up, I don't doubt that it's possible that there are fans in that building. But that, to me, is different than fans with the... Uh, explicit purpose of blowing on you, the writer. Like, if you think about the physics of it, Erin uh, brought this up. Actually, she was like, "If you stuck your, if you were driving thirty-five miles an hour hmm. and you stuck your head out the window, you would be getting a general wind flow there, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine what would have to get added to that to register." To even, like, enhance well, the effect, you know? That would have to be... They would have to be, like, head-on fans in that instance. Correct. Which seems harder to do, in my mind, because how, where would you put the fan? There's that they one... They would need to be in the car with Could you, it just right? be super powerful air conditioners? I mean... Making it colder, if, yeah, like the... they have the, to be a traditional fan for you to... You know, I think you have to count a big air conditioning unit and a fan that's a traditional fan. Well, again, I, that's a good point. I, I do think that, I mean, if, if I think there is air conditioning in the building, that's not one but you, of my... But if it's pointed, if it's like an air conditioning unit pointed at you on like a turn... That's, one because well, if, I don't well, know how, what one. is one going to do the, the the facts is implied by inside the magic and the mouselets and my beef is with them not with you Jason at this point this is being presented definitively as if this is a, a crucial part of the space mountain can we experience. contact the mouselets and find out who are where the mouselets? they I would love that's a that's a viable way first of all who are the mouselets where secondly where are you getting your information from because are they just TikTok only First of all, I'm going to become a Mouselets fan regardless of what the answer to these questions are. Because uh-huh. Do you have a TikTok account? Do I? I do, yeah. but I'm not. I don't post or anything. Just for lurking? I Yes, I lurk on a lot of places. Yeah. Reddit, Oh, Facebook. I know. Yeah. That's part of my thing. I, I lurk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so Pleasure Island Facebook group. Pleasure yes. Island Facebook group. Oh, I love the Pleasure Island Facebook group. Uh, um, yeah, so I think, okay, 
if it's air conditioning units, you would consider, though, that Jason was still correct. I'm not saying uh, that's not even a discussion of would it matter. It's not. I To me, here's where I'm drawing the line. If there are air conditioning units in the building, that's, that's not, not enough. Not enough. I need I agree. to hear from a source that's quoting an Imagineer or somebody involved in the ride that there uh, were a, an especially large amount of air conditioning units put into Space Mountain well, what if for that effect what if specifically. F- okay. But what if there's like four? put in for that effect that's I, enough I right? guess so but yeah. do you really think that would be enough to create a consistent effect throughout the ride to fake speed I, I mean this think- could also be it could be um, you know air conditioning units it's keeping it cold in there uh, like the you know vastness of space yeah, but you're and talking the 35 so- million, uh, 35 mile per hour that gets the speed. So I'm willing I, I to think, say I'm so. wrong. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, that, which is again, why I'd like to divide it. I, I think, I, I think the beef is not here. I, I think my beef is with these sources that are quoting nothing because I uh, like here you are maybe bending what you think is happening in there. And that's great. These places that have published this thought with zero evidence, yeah, that's what I think what I I'm tr- I'm trying to take these guys down. I'm uh-huh. trying to take theme theme park center. You're in my crosshairs. Already gone Tumblr Disneyland secrets. You're in my crosshairs. Maybe that's why they're gone because they're publishing. Uh, I think so. Fake news. I mean, also in addition to this, I because there are Reddit. There's a number of Reddit threads saying this is possible. But in the comments of those Reddit threads, you also have people saying, "I don't know how this myth got started." And I've al- I also, and I don't know if you could trust this, but somebody said, my professor was an Imagineer who worked on the original design for this exact ride mm. at Disneyland. He confirmed that there were no such fans along the track. I don't know. You can't trust that yeah. maybe as much as, or you could, more than you could trust anybody on Reddit. Hmm. But uh, isn't this, I'm just. I, it's I interesting. Think, I think it's interesting. That's more why yeah. I bring it up than any particular thing. However, I will acknowledge this, that this does Go back to, you said something, I scoffed, I seem to have been proven wrong in the moment, and I might be proven wrong again. So, though I don't want to keep it personal, Jason, here's what I'm going to offer. Hmm. If anyone, and this is where the listeners come in, uh, I say contact who you got to contact, let's start digging things up. Uh, I'll save you the work of watching the Behind the Attraction episode that Disney put out, Hmm. because I did, and there is no mention of the fans. But if we, I think think this is very possibly a job for for Jim and Lynn. Uh, If anybody is listening like, yeah yeah, yeah. there's ever to... a job this yes. is a, this is a big one i think but if i am proven definitively wrong in a way that we can all agree on um here's what i will offer you jason oh my gosh um on three occasions in theme parks or generally themed environments or just anywhere out in the world if we are near a place where a treat can be purchased Ooh. or achieved I will not only purchase you this treat, <laughs> I will offer up the humiliation factor of if you to, to know that you are in the mood for a treat, I will allow you to say, <clears throat> oh, treat boy, <laughs> and then I will go and buy you I, I, and will pay for on three occasions. I will do this. Oh I don't want there to be stakes oh my gosh, to this. Wow. Uh, that's how much I am. I'm invested in this and would like to figure this out. Mm, hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will accept that. That can be part of it. You can okay. you can say hungry with a W. Okay. Um, so listener, and I, and I think it would probably behoove this entire situation if if all three of those were filmed and posted to our social media. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that's that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm putting out there. Uh, um, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I'm more invested in this than you are, maybe. So uh, uh, I don't want to force you to do anything, but I would put out the possibility of if I'm correct and proven definitively correct, if, if on one occasion. Uh, I am in the mood for wine. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want? Do you, you want some wine, Monsieur? <laughs> monsieur. I mean, oh, I, I do like that. I mean, I was just going to do the same of a wine boy, um, but maybe you follow it up with like a what varietal, Monsieur? What varietal? At the end in there. I mean, I I think I think all of us are having fun either way. It keeps it in the sure, realm yeah. of fun. If if mild humiliation for somebody, but do we? Does everybody sign off on this plan? Do we? Feel sure. Good about yeah, this? we have an impartial witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you can help weigh in on this if you're. Feel free to to make a ruling of I'm sorry, Scott. This does okay. seem like a credible source, right. but I really feel like it's got to, an Imagineer has to be involved. There's yeah. got to be a book. It has to be because I think Disney likes well, to reveal their little secrets. I think typically some of them, yeah, they kind of yeah yeah some they keep mysterious, like a haunted mansion thing, like what you know which CVS the pen and the pad came from. Yeah, They're, sure, they don't reveal there that in the film, but otherwise, I think they like to own up to this stuff, and I think it's suspicious that this is never. Been well, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, on the Disneyland Space Mountain, there is a large like asteroid or something that you you know what I'm talking about when we first enter sort of space. Yeah, yeah. And you're slowly waiting to actually hit the fast part of the ride. Yeah, and you can't really see it. You ha- kind of have to squint to see it. Sure. And I'm just wondering, like, does it count if like there's a fan somewhere pointed at the car up there, even? And you're saying it's like part of space atmosphere right so it's even before the speed happens no i think this is about speed uh uh, and even though i think jason's point of view on this is adjusting i i i accept that to create a spacey cool atmosphere that there are little like swirls and gusts of of air conditioning that Mm. makes sense to me but again i'm going to the letter of the law here with these articles and i'm saying that these i think it has to be involved in the simulation of the speed specifically specifically speed i think so because that's the part that i think is weird i think ultimately the ride doesn't go that fast right but these are big weighty vehicles and i think Mm -hmm. you have to have absolute cannons to have any impact beyond what just gravity is already doing and like the tightness of the turns i think that's yeah the darkness as we as we said well i will say this uh i will be impartial on the hyperspace mountain it is a lot more lit up in there mm-hmm. so i guess we would have seen i'm trying to think where the fans would be i feel like you would have seen something well and not only that there's a lot of ride through but you know everybody's get if, if anybody gets the chance to ride space mountain with the lights on they're turning their their camera on yeah that's and true. they're putting it to youtube you can watch youtube's I don't see where these fans... I don't even see like big old fans at the top of the building. Hmm. I'm not seeing fans. Sometimes I'll see a little <laughs> something and I'll say, could it be? And then I think that's a camera. I think that's a speaker. But if but it falls, this is another way a listener can be helpful. If you want to go through videos like uh, like that yeah. and prove... And don't just Photoshop fans in there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see... Uh, there has to be a way to verify... <laughs> 
And if, so don't just take a picture from a Sears catalog and just and just and uh, uh, drop it into a frame. I don't of know. I want to see what talents our listeners have. You know, I would like to see that. Well, then you have Photoshop skills. If you do that, then you have to say parody like uh, uh, the rules of Twitter. I'm sorry, or X are now, uh, uh, where where if you're going to do a parody account of something, the, it has to say parentheses parody. And don't don't and don't bring like a big office fan on the ride with you. And during the photo op, hold it up. No, that's not funny, and it's dangerous. I'd say it's very dangerous. I mean, it is yes. funny. I take it back. Uh, yeah, it's I was going to say it's very yeah. funny. It's funny, but mm-hmm. it's dangerous, and don't do it. And then we'll be responsible. So don't do that sure. either. Could hurt you, and, but if it, if it just drops and it doesn't hit you, you know, then you got cars below you, two yeah. employees, a lot of bad you don't things know. can happen here. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to become the new like Flash Mountain where people are bringing fans on the actual ride yeah yeah i mean if you're i would be impressed if you were able to smuggle one and then like <laughs> not put like be able like be in a seat belt or a, is it a pull down what is it on space mountain yeah it's a pull down i believe oh, then how are you right? even boy if you could manage to like i can't remember <laughs> but then you're, you're oh, basically it's lap it's pullback on lap oh okay it's yeah. a, i've only been on it a hundred times yeah right it's just been a while yeah it has. i oddly have not been on space mountain in a while and maybe if i went i would plainly see fans right away That's and possible. realize the foolishness of my way i i might get kicked down real fast here but i'm willing to do it because i think it's, <laughs> it's interesting. interesting i think it becomes a little hunt that the audience can help with uh you know hey everybody's a winner if jim or len get involved uh, let, let's just see what happens here. Yeah, well, and to do I am very and willing to be wrong. I think I was using fans and air condition, like strong air conditioning interchangeably. I sure. just like, oh, there's well, a lot I think of you air read flow. Fans, so the fans is enough uh, repeated online that I think you probably saw that Probably somewhere. infected, yeah, something in my brain. Oh, and, and a, a listener said like, I've known, my mom told me about this when I was growing up. I yeah. thought this was common knowledge. And I hate to be, I don't mean to be sounding like your mom was wrong, but is it possible that this is one of those like urban myth things that it's sounds possible. cool? I like the idea of it. Yeah. I just don't know if I buy it in practice. It's I'm being a skeptic here. Sure. Well, we'll find, I think we'll find out quickly. <laughs> I think so too, and boy, and we will try to, you know, we'll just make a moment. If if it happens quickly and I'm wrong, we'll try to make a moment happen quickly where I yeah. I become treat boy and I'm forced to mm. uh, fetch a treat for Jason. We'll knock one of those out in a non theme parked environment. We'll just run to downtown Burbank. You good with the Ben and oh, Jerry's? Yeah, I was going to say yeah, right. plenty of Baskin Robbins. As long Robbins. as he's not paying, he's good yeah, with the in, prices in Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. That's price six is dollars, right. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, maybe you know, maybe I'll put on a little costume too well like, oh. we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna have fun either way so okay. uh, uh, that's all right he, these are the stakes and i'm sorry that's a bunch of non-vegas but uh hey it's a runner in the series now maybe yeah. we'll find out by the end of this no maybe uh hit a local bit uh, yummy cupcakes is pretty convenient for most spots in burbanks that is the real business how much is a cupcake yummy, cupcakes? yummy cupcakes i don't know i haven't been in a little while okay i would assume a few dollars at least a few. I well, feel I like they were like too. four dollars. <laughs> I feel like they were four dollars like ten years ago. So okay. I don't gotta know. Like put a maybe cap five on. or I feel six. Like reasonably, it has to be a treat for one person to have. Mm. I feel like it cannot be. Uh, like, a, a dozen of something <laughs> and then you like put them in the fridge well I feel like when I've had it before <laughs> you're either buying one or you're buying a box of the four big ones and I guess like, I will, you're I would accept taking them to something or splitting oh I'm not gonna make you buy a box okay, of cupcakes okay. like I'm not the price of cupcakes nowadays you know <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for taking that into consideration there's a, a crumble dollars. cookie coming 
Mm-hmm. That that's a chain. That's a popular chain. You should probably get to Vegas before we list every different treat in Burbank. <laughs> in Burbank? Specifically in localizing, localize it. There's I haven't called do- that localizing. Well, Randy's Donuts by the airport <laughs> is delicious. Cookie dough dreams over downtown Burbank. <laughs> you know, we I've had well, that a couple times. I don't like it that much. They do strawberry sometimes. Right, no, you're right. We're done. We're going back yeah. to Vegas. We're going. We're going to a a different. A uh, strange piece of, of sloped architecture with rides inside, multiple rides inside. We're talking about the Luxor, uh, the uh, of course the Egyptian themed mm. hotel and casino, um, which I think has gone a little astray. I think it's lost <laughs> a its, little. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, I think, as with all th- this, this is a great example of the theme that'll come up, you know, multiple times in the, in this series of the family friendly Vegas of the '90s, where now they've made efforts to make it just kind of generic and all the stuff you'd usually want uh, in a casino. But in the '90s. This was an indoor theme park. This was it was like the primary thing almost was a, like a new concept in a themed entertainment center. It was nuts. It was nuts in the night. Yeah, I one of the know. most ambitious themed experience of like three interconnected attractions and a boat ride that goes around the lobby. Mm-hmm. Like a boat ride with pretty bad uh, per hour ridership, I believe. Very bad, I believe. <laughs> Very bad, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the experimental nature of it. There's a lot. They were just, they were willing to try all of this stuff as as foolish as it might be, mm. as badly priced or as badly enumerated uh, as, as it might be. Um, but it's really notable and worth talking about. And, and a lot of things about it that are like... Uh, just just big and unprecedented and stupid, and that's why it, it deserved an episode here on the main strip. Yeah, it is stupid, and I knew a little of it, but then like just watching and, and reading, you just like, oh my god, like like I they really gave them like carte blanche to just make up their own mythology and make up characters and make up technology and. Like stuff that doesn't even seem like it would be popular. It seems like this it would be, reeks of this will fail. Yeah, not because of any lack of effort on the like right or imagination. Masters putting this thing right. together, but it just sounds like maybe we just we know this in retrospect because we've seen a lot of things like this where it's not IP and it's an original world and that's cool and to be commended but it's certainly every everything you hear about the story of it and the world of it you're like that sounds like something that will not do well of course unfortunately it's way up our alley we love it but yes for like again like dads especially 90s dads yeah Oh yeah, they're gonna track like this pre-Egyptian sci- like society. It's a story and, like, that takes place in past, present, and future—a perfect pyramid of tales. Yeah, and yeah. like it's just so it just seems so like impenetrable to know what's going on versus just any like generic Disney thing where it's like, ah, oh, pirates are yelling at you. Got it. Great. <laughs> you are in a haunted mansion. That is true. You know what? And I I was gonna open the bigger narrative of. Um, why doesn't original theme park IP work better out in the world? We love what look what's original pirates and haunted mansion. And you've answered it right there. Yeah. You understand what those are before you're even yeah. in the gate. You look at the sign. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand. 
you need a lot of explanation to figure out what is it all called? It's all called Secrets of the Luxor Pyramid. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that doesn't tell you much of any. That doesn't tell you you're going to be time traveling and with archaeologists. And- no. And it's by the way, I love this. Yeah. I really do. I think there's better versions of what they conceived of Mm -hmm. that would have worked much better, but I do love it as an idea and a concept. So I don't want to say, I don't want to put it down, but it's not like, oh yeah, you're going to go get chased by a mummy or something. Oh, it's Egypt. Got it. It's mummies. It's pharaohs. Done. You're right. Maybe it should have been a little more basic. Maybe. Maybe. And there's things that are basic. I'm actually I'm going to propose here backing up a little bit and like entering the building mm-hmm. because there's there are things about this place that are very impressive and unprecedented before you even get in there. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, beyond just the attractions. Uh, um, so let me let me step it back to opening, which is October 14th, 1993. It's 93, like all of 93. Now it's clear the end of 93, the the peak of the pyramid peak of insane family. Yeah. Las yeah. Vegas, because I think Treasure Island Treasure. Island, shows around then Luxor and MGM Grand um Luxor only for like a few days was the tallest building I think on the strip and then Treasure Island days? immediately built beat it wow oh yeah. weird oh that's crazy hi everybody Tim Heidecker here we have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven we've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel and Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Um, it's also, I mean, first things first, it is an actual pyramid mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, built in some fake way that makes it not a pyramid. It's not a simulation of a pyramid. It's a real pyramid. And, uh, as such, it's one of the tallest pyramids ever built. It's taller than only two of the actual Egyptian pyramids. <laughs> so it's in the top 10 pyramids ever built. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I forget the amount of, like, is there a bigger pyramid? Oh, well, if you can't, you know what's a pyramid is the Transamerica Pyramid in uh, San Francisco, mm. um, which has some other, there's like a more of a traditional building shape right. caked into it. But you know what I mean, the San Francisco pointy built thing. There's an interactive like chart where you can see how big it is compared to other stuff. Unfortunately, yes. it did not include the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. No, I know. I mean, that's that's the only... We had the same thought. We're looking at real history stacked up against the Luxor, and we're both like, yeah, but what's the? where's the pyramid I know? Yeah. yeah. The weird one in Memphis. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's too small. It doesn't rate. Right. But the Luxor rated. The Luxor is huge. 36 stories. Entire establishment, $375 million to open. Um, built by, but no longer owned by Circus Circus. So I think there's a through line. And we, we, aren't, we aren't doing an episode about Circus Circus this round. But yeah. Circus Circus, we we're talking about, like, why does all this happen? The, the family-fication of Vegas. And some of it you got to attribute to Mirage, I think. That that's a big Disneyland-y mm-hmm. uh, free attraction. And, and the, that... Uh, popped a lot of eyes but then circus circus has got to get a lot of credit too mm-hmm. even though that was going since the 60s right i mean yeah. that and yeah 
the guy's name's Jay Sarno. I didn't find enough about him to make him like an official guy in the, right. in the thing that we did. But the uh, he he's Caesar's Palace too, and it he kind of combined. Right, how do we lure people in? Well, with some big gaudy theme, uh, and so he kind of revolutionized Vegas in that way. So I guess it makes sense that Circus Circus thinks, what else can we do? How do we go further? And how do we kind of like Disney Worldify? elsewhere mm-hmm. on the strip. So they're responsible then for Excalibur, um, which is like, I mean, I, rem- I remember hearing about Excalibur when I was a kid mm-hmm. and like, get me there. <laughs> I want, I love Disneyland, mm-hmm. but I don't get to stay in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> I get to live in a castle, at, like not knowing the actual right. vibe <laughs> that Excalibur would be if I were to go. Yeah, yeah. It's I I mean I still felt that whenever I uh, the first time I went to Vegas was like uh, 2007. And even just seeing Excalibur, even in it's like decaying state, I was just like, "Hell yes." <laughs> I didn't stay there, but it was still like that kid kid brain of like, "Yeah." Yeah. I want to stay in that dumb castle. Yeah. Yeah. You also I love Luxor for the existence of it, if not in practice. I lo- like in the same way that I love all these where um, as as this stuff pops up in the early 90s, and I was saying how I, I think some of it's got to come from like Disney decade and Eisner era, um, that there's a pyramid next to a castle. Yeah. Uh, and then you're not far from the pirate ship. And the it is like it, it really starts to feel like Disney World where you're like, here's mm-hmm. the here's the Hawaiian one and here's the future one and here's the Caribbean one. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I like that stupidity of vegas well it makes it feel like a big miniature golf course yeah yeah just like random landmarks yeah yeah and various monorails and people movers connecting true each other yes yeah 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 yeah. with an aesthetic that has nothing to do with the hotels that it's passing by you're right that is exactly like disney world this is like probably at the root of all of our love of vegas we've it's all like you know, we've all separately like fractured into different things that we like about Vegas. But yeah. like, isn't it like it's like a, a stupider, trashier Disney World all like crunched and only the hotels 100%. unless they build rides in the hotels? Yeah, 100 percent it is. With just seeing this dumb nonsense when you're walking down the street is so important to people with theme park brains i just want mini golf course is so right on i just yeah i want the world to be like a, a huge miniature golf course yeah, yeah. I, I was looking i the, when i was there because i stayed one night at the luxor and i stayed two nights at new well, york you did new york just now and we i forgot yeah. i forgot where your first night was okay it was at luxor because i didn't know if i was going to be there and then i was got a cheaper room so that was the luxor it but seems it, like that's the thing by the way it seems like yes. luxor is a last minute really cheap room yes um spot. but new york new york I'm, i was looking at it as Walk, I was down this walking down the street and I kept looking at it going, okay, this would be a good basis for a Marvel area with the height of a New York skyline like this in a theme park. Only do what you know that we've talked about these photos from this never built Marvel thing that was going to be in Dubai. Is that what I think it was? so? Yeah, but I was just looking at it and I was like, I was like imagining New York, New York in a different context as a like the hotel itself because it's if you haven't seen it, it's just giant. They're not as tall as the skyscrapers in New York, but they're very tall. Yeah. Like the scope of them is so big and crazy. And then all like mashed together as like the, you know, the New York that never was kind right. of, and they're all like a little more, it is very marvel you're right. Yeah. So like, like I just add like Dr. Octopus's 
tentacles coming out of a window and add like spider-man on the side of one and i'm like man we're like this is so close to what i want yeah. which we won't ever get i don't think no i don't think marvel i don't think disney is going to license out marvel to, although they should i mean look if they're trying to uh you know crank well, up some profits here it's too why not yeah it's going to be too realistic like everything's going to be realistic that's You're the right. yeah, well, that's yeah disney of the has movies. this kind of dull take of, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. Gonna be as fun it'll be another 10 years before they learn that one of the most important characters in the marvel universe is the city itself new york city yeah new york city <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully they'll realize that hopefully they'll realize it um new york new york um and to some extent luxor obviously the theming has been pulled back but there's still a bit of it in luxor but i have found those casinos in terms of just like sitting at a slot machine and like posting are very fun Mm -hmm. new york new york especially with all the fake city streets and all and the facades and all yeah 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 Yeah. new york new york and we'll talk we'll talk more when we're talking about our trip but new york it is fun and especially it's fun and i wasn't at this point in this trip but it's fun if you want to like really get hammered Mm. and Mm. have a piece of pizza and go into a piano bar and just be annoying with a bunch of other annoying people. And I mean that in a good way because I saw that happening every night or both sure. nights. Oh, sure. $25 yeah. a head at that piano bar to Was get it that in. Much? You're guaranteed a seat if you pay so, that. Well, it is small, so that's it actually maybe small, not It is very small, but you can also bad. just hang out outside and hear the piano, kind of. There was a lady screaming the lyrics to like piano man <laughs> as i walked by <laughs> my god and i was like i'm not in the mood for it right now but they're depending on the trip sometimes you are in the mood to enjoy uh, uh something like that i don't think there's any amount of alcohol that could get me in the mood to enjoy a dueling piano <laughs> what if she was singing the that beach boys uh problem child song <laughs> <laughs> and it was five o'clock on a saturday yeah 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 i guess well i would do a double take but you know i'd also be upset that even a, a non-classic was getting ruined okay uh, um i okay so uh big thing about this i remember very clearly when when this place opened because we'd get like in la we're not far so we're getting local news reports about it mm-hmm. i'm like oh all right something's happening in vega and i for sure remember uh like the news or my parents telling me how yes there is there is a pyramid hotel and there is a light that shoots out of the top of it and you can see the light from space mm. what a stupid thing i love that it was nice to see it i don't think they run it as bright i think they toned down the brightness at yeah. some point yeah. in time at some point <laughs> it, it brought it was down t- two satellites probably <laughs> uh the, started a war yeah mccarran airport now a harry reed airport uh not a fan of the light i believe oh sure but oh, it's, because you can like i saw that you could see you could see the light potentially from Los Angeles. At from cruising the sky. altitude, yeah, you can see the light. Let alone you're in the airport literally next door. I, I saw the phrase strongest beam of light in the world. And yeah, so did you, dumb. Did you, so pointless. Who did, went in there because of that? It's a very good question. Did it ever, did it help business? Do they just have seems, to do it? It seems like an aggro move of like, our light is the fucking strongest light of on earth. Like we will signal like, what, did you see, read that it says it has its own ecosystem? 
ecosystem because essentially like enough animals. yes enough animals and species are up there because they're so attracted to the light <laughs> so there's like moths but then there's also bats and i don't know the intricacies of it but i saw that in multiple sites now i don't know i didn't source it but it seems like they've set up shop there certain animals have set up shop there and it's a like a it's a you know upside down ecosystem because it has its own rules where like you think the bats are in there to eat the smaller animals but actually like mm. the bats and the moths get married yeah yeah they're, yeah they're monogamous right they, they treat each other really well it's one of the, some of the more loving relationships it's beautiful and, actually and if you saw it's, them uh, make love you would weep it's also uh i believe it was 2012 there was a ufo sighting um i don't know if you guys are ufo pilled like i am in the last few months because there's a lot of UFO stuff. And this is totally sincere. There's so much UFO stuff going on. There's a big hearing like a couple days ago. Um, a bunch of people on the record, like pilots and people in the military, just being like, here's the video. Here's how fucking crazy this little object was behaving. I don't know what it is. And then there's other people in the government that are saying crazier things. Like, uh, yeah, we have had contact with alien species. They have killed humans. There are agreements in place between uh, humans and aliens. So, like, oh it God, really... No, I've not tracked any This of stuff is not... I don't know why everyone's not, like, at least talking about it. I'm not saying this the extreme version of this guy's uh, I, uh, I always catch a little of it, and I'm always interested when it comes up. I do know... I, I saw that the one of the people testifying about it was really into, like, other dimensions... And he's like, well, of course, Mussolini and the Vatican found aliens. Yes, that's the uh, Mr. Uh, Grush is his last name. Yeah, uh, he's like a he's a, a government official who people say is credible, but he's the one who's definitely saying the wildest shit yeah. about aliens versus other people who have just there's like so many pilots who who just have like videos from their ship just like of like a little craft just defying the laws of physics. Just so many of these videos where people are like, uh, it's scary. It looks scary. Jesus. We don't know. So there's all this going on, but apparently there was a big sighting in 2012. Um, cause I, so I where in the, from there uh, in to the, the beam of light. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And I haven't found the video. I should go find the video before and post it. If they have Did aliens find the light. Cause you well, that's what I'm saying. Space? That's what I'm wondering because the light was so strong. <laughs> Maybe it did attract some of the aliens to the light which is ironic because luxor and the egyptian like employee costumes do come into play in the movie mars attacks oh right oh, yeah right oh yeah yeah um so that light i do believe maybe has attracted alien life it's so strong it's shot shooting into the universe you think anybody you think any of them are up there or is anybody bothered to ask one of the bats are you an alien <laughs> I don't think they have asked, probably. And then they just immediately like, all right, you got me. Yeah. They kind of like unzip their body and then they're 10 feet tall. (laughs) Yeah. I crunched all my organs up here just to blend into, uh, simulate one of your human bats. Anyway, I'll tell you my deal. I'm uh, uh, 5,000 years old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Came from Zyral 4. Somebody's got to climb up there and figure it out. Yeah. 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 It'd be a good place to introduce them to us. The Blue Man Group can communicate to them with sound and uh, <laughs> visual things. And then you can show them the the bodies exhibit, which is like, yeah, we don't know where these ones came from. This is but this we is got. what humanity this, is. This is all that's in us. Okay, you can trust us. Look, our, our literal <laughs> Look our insides, guts. our heart is on display for you. <laughs> Here, you can trust us. We'll show you that Titanic exhibit. We'll show you our folly. We are but flawed <laughs> creatures. When we try to build might, it blows up in our face. Don't you see? (laughs) 
That's uh, that's that's a hard. They couldn't turn that down. Is what I'm saying. No better play. And then yeah. and then human and alien can all laugh together uh, at the the, the uh, universe bonding comedy of Carrot Top. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. He made a toilet seat. Do what? <laughs> Even we understand the Monica Lewinsky references. We knew all about that in Zyro Four. It's like an a Mars attacks alien and like a human with arms around each other guffawing <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so you got a big light that's attracting bats and aliens. Um, it I don't know when this stopped because I specifically when I drive by it, uh, uh, if, if I'm on that or if you're you know if you're going to see the sign, that's the only way I've talked about it, is the big the, oh, the, yeah. the famous Vegas sign, which every once in a while like eh, okay I'll go do the sign, um, and only then will I pass by like the front garden of the Luxor, mm-hmm. which now kind of sucks. It's specifically yeah. like a bad area and often. Uh, like they ruin the the grandeur of the pyramid with just like a big uh, poster for their esports arena. Esports yeah, arena, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the other side is the biggest Bet MGM logo you've ever. I seen. know. I pulled into the parking uh, garage, and it's just like this big fuck. Oh, like it looks like shit. It really it's pretty bad. This is what they've all the aesthetic of at, yeah. at its worst. A lot of these, like, dumb... It's the fusion of dumb 90s aesthetics that we like with just modern trash. And they think, like, the... Oh, no, the funky blend of it will be what's interesting. Mm. Why a pyramid with an eSports? But really, it just doesn't work at all. They've got other problems, too. I watched a a Vegas news report where viewers wrote letters to the news and asked, why is the Luxor so dirty? (laughs) (laughs) Did you find that when you were there? Well, yeah. Okay, yes, okay, yeah. Did you, did. Could you feel it from your window? Did you see, like, gunk caked on? Or was it just, like, in pulling <laughs> no, up? No, like, just Ugh. pulling... Uh, okay, so I got to the Luxor. I'll just... Because it's a Luxor episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got there. There was the longest line ever. I was going to try to see if I could get, like, an upgrade or something. I, I don't know if I was going to do a $20 trick. Probably not. But the line was so long, so I just checked it on my phone. And I was trying to get to the hotel room. And the elevator I was trying to get to was broken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God. And it's like the hotel, like the, the carpeting looked extra dirty. There's bad vibes in there. It's just a bad vibe, especially when you go up. It's just kind of a bad vibe. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to correct you, Michael. The inclinator. Yeah, I was waiting for a pause I'm to say sorry, inclinator sorry. as well. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a the inclinator. inclinator. You're right. Okay. The diagonal elevator. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I didn't Which know Which I tried to pitch to Jane once of like, what if we stayed at Luxor for a night? You know, you take an inclinator. It's a diagonal elevator. And she's like, I just watched some videos looking from the higher floor. She's like, absolutely not. She's like, here's no. a here's an, uh, reverse pitch. What if we stayed somewhere safe? Yeah. <laughs> well, that is funny that you say safe. Oh, no. So I'm trying. I have bags. I have my Comic-Con exclusive toys, which are going to come up every episode this month. <laughs> I just unboxed Ernie Reyes Jr. It's a great toy. He's got his little scooter, uh, Kino from Secret of the uh, I got everything. I'm just like lugging this shit and I'm just like, oh, where's my room? So I'm walking, walking to find a different elevator. So I get to this other bank of elevators. It's not the right bank. It's like, a, you know, how it's like one through 18 and then 18 through whatever. Like okay. you have to find certain. Okay. Oh, it's not the right one. All right. I'll go to another one. I finally find an elevator that looks correct. I get in. I scan because now your phone is your is your room key. I scan the room key on the thing, on the, uh, whatever, the button pad in the elevator sure. and the inclinator, and it's not working. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking work. I didn't get a real key card because I skipped the line. So I keep scanning. Not working. I just want to go to the room and put all this shit down. I hate the Luxor in this moment. I'm so mad at it. I'm so mad that I didn't spend like 50 more dollars <laughs> to stay at a better place. So all of a sudden, the elevator door closes. Or it was maybe it was closed already. All of a sudden, the elevator starts, inclinator starts moving. Now, it's I'm like, okay, I guess somebody at the top maybe hit the button and is looking for the inclinator. I don't think this is what happened because there was no one at the top. I shoot up from first to 36 or whatever. I don't, I forget exactly what the floor is. It is the ricketyest <laughs> ride I've ever had. And that includes Tower of Terror simulated rickety. I, it's rattling. It's like this. I didn't know that. And I'm, oh. I'm literally, I'm freaked. I'm oh. completely freaked out. I have all the, like, I'm so tired and I'm just like, it's you can hear like stuff rattling in the stick and I'm going and I'm like when is this going to stop I'm expecting it's going to be like Charlie in the great glass elevator I'm going to shoot out the Luxor it's going so fast and you, then gotta, go, you say goodbye to your loved ones Ernie <laughs> right if I don't get a chance to tell you I love you I give Ernie a kiss <laughs> little Ernie I, I rip open the, the box the kiss Ernie which Reyes. is uh, ironic I'll bring this up now since you're talking about elevators um, I took the elevator out to my room at the park MGM don't on floor 27 once open on floor 24 who did i see but the carlson family this or mrs carlson well because you were all staying at the same hotel. they were all staying at the same hotel oh, okay. and we just oh, really? high by okay. yeah well, that's a different yeah that, those elevators that's work. a cute story anyway <laughs> I, back to your horror show so, so it's rattling and i'm just like oh my god what this is not, so we end i end up at like the top floor and it opens no one's there uh. but it's not my floor so i'm not getting out on the chance that you don't. I get can get back again. down yeah, again. Yeah. So then I go. It, so then I have to go back down, Ugh. and it's just as bad and scary. And then it's like I'm so freaked out. You know, like when you're in an elevator and it seems like an there's an extra like five seconds, and sometimes your brain goes, Are "We stuck." Does that ever happen? Sure. Yeah. It's it feels like forty five seconds in my memory. Oh God. Of the door not opening. Oh. And then I'm like scanning and scanning. It might have been 20 seconds of a pan, a panicked 20 seconds. It feels like 45 seconds. So like scanning, scanning, scanning. Finally, the door opens, I think, because somebody else had hit the button. And then somebody else scanned me up to the right floor finally. I think I, I was honestly, it's so blurry now. I may have just gotten into a different uh, elevator. But I was just like so freaked in that moment and none of the other one because I, I went in a couple different ones the rest of the day or the day and then the next morning and none of them were that bad but that one was crazy I've Jeez. never been in a scarier elevator oh my situation God. and here I am imagining well, especially Jason like we should stay at the Luxor for the <laughs> inclinators though the might of man the to inclinator. Make, and then like ah inclinator I'm Ooh. going to die in this inclinator <sighs> It was really awful. I did read. I wait. I don't remember where this quote came from, uh, but somewhere printed the phrase "inclinator," an elevator that ascends at a thirty-nine degree angle and rocks like a Ferris wheel carriage. Yeah, I guess maybe that I went into because it was the set of uh, elevator inclinators that went to like the top. They go fast, oh. so because of the angle, that just is normal. 
That is so upsetting to the well between this and the New York New York roller coaster this corner of the strip is just shaky ride alley. Shaky. Yeah. Luxor also if you look up the phrase Luxor cursed or Luxor well, it's haunted. Cursed. Of course. There's yeah. a lot of different like some obviously people have died. It's a hotel that's been open for a while. You know, um, but then but some of the deaths are fucking bonkers. Some there was of like the a deaths, car bomb. It uh, was rigged yeah. to like uh, all right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put an upside down cup in this guy's car, and there's an explosive in there. So if he turns the cup over, the thing, <laughs> I like d- d- truly crazy deaths. Is a, a pipe bomb, uh, and and I believe it did kill the intended target, a guy who worked at the Nathan's Hot Dogs in oh. the food court because the bomber's ex girlfriend was now seeing him. And the two bombers were sentenced to life in prison. They avoided the death penalty. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. That's, but, wow. Well, first of all, RIP to a real one, to a uh, to a To a Nathan's True employee. Blue, you know. Uh, but also, like, isn't that the, like, you wedge yourself into a relationship. <laughs> you cause a breakup. <laughs> it, is, you're probably, it probably does not occur to you that the person might have a, a vast knowledge of how to build successful That's bombs. A, of car bombs. I think someone also may have gotten grievously injured or died falling down the shafts of one of the inclinators. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Did you? What if, and then you go look at the article. It says here it happened in 2023, and his name was Michael Carlson. Michael oh, R. Carlson. Ah, and then Mike disappears. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? There was a flash of Luxor-esque light, and then Mike was gone. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if I, like a ghost was your third host? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, as long as I showed up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as you put in the, yeah, look, I'm, yeah, I'm not splitting the Patreon money with a, an apparition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I understand. <laughs> did you did you guys see in, somebody said this, that there, the, the rumor was that the whole place is haunted because it, it was a place where mobsters used to kill and bury their enemies. That's what the le- the property was. Before? That, yeah, oh, no. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's probably every place that there was a hotel or there's a hotel now. <laughs> well, I I also saw that in in construction, a handful of workers died, but it was like oh, estimated three, but it might actually be seven, and like that's haunting. I I saw oh. one video that say it's cursed. Because if a, if you build a sphinx to protect a pyramid, you have to build two, and they only built one. <laughs> so they're summoning old. There's, fa- there's so many never, like curses that haven't been awakened in this century. They defied we're, we're so many laws. Curses. <laughs> yeah, they defied so many different laws. Essentially, <laughs> they built on an, a burial ground. <laughs> they didn't do the two sphinxes. Mobster curse, mummy curse. Yeah. I don't know if there were any others. There, I don't know the other types of curses. Well, they probably built too fast. I mean, this whole thing was built in 18 months. It's like oh poltergeist, God. probably. It's one of these days it's just going to like get absorbed into a ball of energy and go to hell or something. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like I don't know overlook. why it hasn't happened yet, but... It's, oh. That's a good way to because I love my Vegas implosions, but oh, how do you yeah. top that? Well, by the entire entire Luxor hell being could, taken back to hell. <laughs> if hell could take back a casino, <laughs> that would be the ultimate implosion. That's the one it's eyeing. Uh, the I the the video I was watching these these couple who do like Vegas videos. They were like, oh, there's a a middle aged man in like a 
pinstripe suit that walks the halls <laughs> that's a ghost at the luxor and you're supposed to like get out of his way like that's how we just make sure you get out of his way no problem and everything is fine good rule of thumb yeah they didn't uh did they film him did they get it they did, I don't they think did they film got him and got a release yeah <laughs> you can't you have to get out of his way but he will sign a release form for yeah, he understands channel. how media works oh, no i get you yeah i'll send you a release <laughs> i know we hey we know an otherworldly yeah that's true <laughs> a pinstripe suit man here's <laughs> <laughs> they got a jewel store in here somewhere uh uh the luxor for sure is haunted i you can feel it there's a weird vibe in there, and all the Vegas hotels have a weird vibe, but that one does feel haunted to me. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me that it's haunted. But also, I won $100 playing slots there a few years ago, so who's to say? Which, you know? What slot machine? <laughs> what slot machine? I don't... Uh, I, it was a very generic... It was one of the ones where it's like, Adventures oh, it's all... Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> Penny <Pierce. Slots>. only <laughs> plays 80s movie. <laughs> I, I did. We did okay on the Wizard of Oz slot machine at the... Uh, Bellagio. Okay. That was pretty Little fun. shop? Well, we had little shop treat you. I got a little shop story. We'll save it for we'll another for episode. Okay, that's yeah, a good yeah. Patreon tease. That'll be um, on the, the Park, trip report at the... Park MGM does not feel cursed to me. It doesn't feel haunted. No, and that's flip. That hang. Circus Circus Entertainment at some point did own 50% of yeah. the Monte Carlo, oh. which is mm. what Park MGM right, was right. before... Um, and if you, there's some very, there's like 2012 videos of like walking through the Monte Carlo and it looks busted. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, oh yeah. this got redone at just the right time. Like, wow. they got all the ghosts out of there it's before. The, yeah. The best fire. Yeah. We found ourselves back in there. Uh, yeah. Over and over again. Really, really good. Uh, um, okay. So Mike didn't die on the, Mike didn't become one of the, the happy haunt, the unhappy <laughs> haunts of the Luxor. I uh, didn't succumb to the Pharaoh's curse. 99. <laughs> <laughs> if you would, if that story had kept happy going, haunts. it was just, so then we're getting, then I'm getting afraid. And now we see the numbers climbing like to, I'm sorry, I'm on floor a thousand. Uh, yeah. And then the roof of the elevator disappeared it just t- turned it, it just scattered into ashes and then i went into a ghostly pharaoh's mouth oh <laughs> he screamed your soul is mine forever <laughs> and i went into it and mm. then i can't even describe what i saw in there uh, it was well, so I, hellish well uh, i met 900 dead mobsters <laughs> 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 the genre i like you know what i like the genre mashup here of the mobster ghosts plus all the egyptian stuff this is a real cowboys versus aliens yeah yeah this is a it's mobsters versus mummies yeah (laughs) (laughs) this would have kept it open if this was the sort of basis for all of the rides and experiences a little bit of a streamlined yes yeah easy easy to wrap your head around right uh i I wonder scott do you know about how that got me like that that was in the mid 2000s they they made a it as a comic book first cowboys versus aliens and it seemed like a thing where they were like practically giving it away at stores where it's like i don't how is this making money like and as it came out they were like there's a movie cut like it seemed like really shady Uh uh-huh like sure to be hit movie sure to be hit movie yeah so i i am wondering like 
oh, are their stories going to come out if they haven't already come out of like the Ponzi scheme that got Cowboys versus Aliens made, you know? I'd love to know. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's start a Ponzi scheme for mummies versus mobsters. <laughs> yeah. We, there's There's got to be some shady financier out there. Look, we might be talking asylum. If we're lucky, it's asylum. Yeah, that's uh, true. But we'll go sub-asylum if we have to to get our you know, vision of mummies versus mobsters. Do we mobster, have- which, is, which is more of a rim. Mobster, mobster versus mummies, mummies versus mobsters. Mobster versus mummies, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. First sense. way. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I know. I said I, I was. I was thinking that we don't have any commercial pilots in our audience, and I have yet to be proven wrong. I think there's pilots in our audience, Some but not commercial pilots, pilots. That's what you want. They haven't. Specific. But is there any? Are there any shady? movie producers in our audience <laughs> i hope so if, if, big... you, if so what are you doing if you're a fan of this you if you're a fan of this podcast you know we're chomping at the bit to make the worst movies ever made oh my god purpose. we would love to you we could do it all together we could each have our own bad movie and you could finance them and hang out with us come on and also with like mobster like you can get like it's it's a genre where you can get like uh, great actors who have played mafia characters before. You can get you can get any living soprano actor. Well, that's true. Yeah. So easily, <laughs> just like but the Pacino modest will do amount it. of money. Pacino will do it. Yeah, that's true. Give him the earpiece and just feed him the lines, and he doesn't even need to. Yeah, he'll he be a mobster. But he's maybe not to spoil it, but he's maybe a mobster who you realize is secretly a mummy. Of course he's a mummy. Of course he is. Mummy, been a mummy this whole time, and nobody knew. (laughs) The the Tribeca Film Festival is solely to um, gain life force for his mummy spells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Tribeca Film Festival. Well, you think, are you confusing De Niro? Did you say of... Pacino? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about De Niro because I know De Niro has you know done been, a lot of those. You, you listen to the impression and then still thought it was De Niro. <laughs> I he can get pretty mad. He can get pretty mad. I don't know. I don't think I don't think De Niro's shouted no. in a movie in thirty years. He is not able to shout anymore. He's physically not able to get that excitable. Well, he's, he's not gentle. That ex- he's like he's the intern. You know. He helps everyone out. Pacino makes uh, Pesci and De Niro look like uh, he's 15 and they're 80 in The Irishman. <laughs> oh, he yeah. has so much more energy than they do. Thank God. And when Pacino loses the ability to scream, that'll yeah. be like the snuffing out of the of the great the great art of the 20th century. Yeah. Especially. But I know he's Pacino's still hanging out with Guy Fieri and uh, <laughs> lying everybody he's doing great yeah he just had a baby they both always did. hungry oh that's why you got confused De Niro they, and Pacino oh, yeah. both had babies that's right yeah proud papa <laughs> proud proud papa <laughs> was that De Niro or Pacino <laughs> <laughs> I think a modern I think a modern De Niro person is just like you're good doing uh, good yeah, yeah. I did. I'm excited to be <laughs> I don't know if that even picked up people in watching Killers of the Flowers moon, uh, the flower Killers under Killers the Killers of the Flower. Killers of the under? under? I don't think an under. What am I thinking? Yeah. I think it's an oh, If you're thinking okay. of Under the Cherry. I was then. saying, no, like, I people are going to be watching that and the, Pici- <laughs> and the De Niro scenes. They're just like, turn it up. <laughs> Can't hear him. You can just, just hear the clo- volume. Sit closer to the speaker in the theater. It's Clemens the seems like he's screaming in comparison. 
somebody's riding the levels on that. Yeah. <laughs> you also hear, like you can hear the hiss of the white noise in the background. That's the sound of the moon. No, we yeah. put it in there on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. To keep getting through rides. Uh, um, you have a ride before you even, you have a ride that I think initially you didn't even have to pay for. Yeah. And the ride, well, I don't even know if it had a name initially. It became the Nile River Adventure. Um, and then I think it became, okay, so confusing history here where this was oh first of all with this giant pyramid space we're we have we now have the largest atrium in the world yes, yes. so you got to fill that with a lot of stuff and you have mm. a kind of marvely little indoor it's a little bit new york but mixed with art deco mixed with egypt it's real strange that's still there they can't get rid of that yeah <laughs> they still have they have to like i don't know whatever kind of whatever nightclub crap we're doing <laughs> has to work under this weird marvel city mm-hmm. uh so that's there but this boat ride was initially a big part of it where you would, it was crazy reading the phrase that you would climb aboard the boat, the reed boat, not far from the check-in desk. And Mike, <laughs> you, d- you described this difficult process of finding the right elevator. Yeah. What they imagined for you is that you're whisked away on a reed boat. All right, just follow the boat, sir. And then you climb aboard a boat, and that takes you all across the world's largest atrium. So it was meant to be a boat to, that took you around the hotel or yeah. the lobby until they realized that doesn't make any sense. Well, and the waits were like 90 minutes to get on the boat, <laughs> which I don't, who didn't bring this up? This, this is, is one of the most. Well, you know what's going to happen to you right away on day one is <laughs> lines will form. Yeah, I, this is really weird. I understand. Like this, no one brought this up. That like this is going to back up. <laughs> you know, you can see great footage. There's a very slick. Uh, uh, special, like 27 minutes special about the opening of the Luxor. Yes, great, and great which special. We'll, we'll pull from a lot when we talk about these, the big ticket rides. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you see a couple funny things about the boat ride. One, within the first few shots of the special, there is a massive crowd waiting for the boat ride. <laughs> and two, later on, you see uh, one of the boat ride, like a host doing the spiel with holding the script in a microphone to an empty boat like as you're putting final touches on the whole place yes and that is very funny to see well the the notable thing there is that she is practicing her spiel and welcoming people on board the boat for when it opens and she says hi my name is cricket i'll be your (laughs) i also noted that her name is cricket yeah uh that stuck in my mind too yeah wow that's cool yeah I hope Cricket had a good run before yeah. the Nile River adventure wrapped up. So basically, so this was meant to be like a transportation boat. This is meant to be more like the the uh, the Epcot boats, so the Island of Adventure boats. But that doesn't make any sense. And really, just what it leads to is weird imagery of like, here's the because it's also okay. All the rooms are facing that atrium, so it's yeah. re- it's like the world's largest motel, basically, <laughs> where you don't have private hallways. Yeah. It's all like as soon as you're out of your room, you are public facing. So. That's the case. And if you're on one of the lower floors, you walk out. If you're on floor two, you step out and maybe there is a reed boat full of tourists <laughs> going by immediately. Right. So the, it's, the creepiness of the boat just moving through the little hotel corridors is very strong. 
really yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, and I think it smelled, I think it was very uh, chlorine or whatever, or like pirate's water smell. Like that was really, that wafted through the entire lobby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so had that to be. Too, to grapple with. And I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I saw the mention of like, this and some of the other attractions gone by 1996. I think so. I think, yeah. I, I think the main Luxor things made it a little while. Yeah. But 96 kind of, that's where it all started unraveling. Because 96 is when all that uh, Wizard of Oz theming we talked about on Club 3, that's when that went away. So 96, and, and I think when half of MGM Grand, nearly half of MGM Grand mm-hmm. Adventures was gone. So 96 was a big, like, sober up moment for this weird family time right boat ride's gone most of mgm park is gone <laughs> but you could probably feel like what it, uh, it always seemed to me theme park vegas family vegas it seemed like by the second or third week of running this stuff they were like the contempt the people running it probably just had for this stuff you know yeah, yeah really the idea again just from somebody who like you get done with your long drive you've probably got bags with you you're waiting to check in. You check in, and the next thing you have to do is wait in a 90-minute line to get on a boat just to dump your shit. <laughs> and and keep in mind, you don't have to. You could just walk to the elevators, which undoubtedly will be faster. Well, sure, yes. Than, so like, so they complete this this notion of a transportation boat ride is just defeated instantly yeah but i'm but they were obviously encouraging i I would assume a lot of people wanted to do the boat because you go we're going to this big crazy hotel let's get in line for the boat but then the boat takes 90 minutes and you got your (laughs) shit and you just drove like it's not even like oh we hop right in the boat we go right to the room or whatever like the idea of this extra like this extra two-hour chunk before you get to your room is crazy i don't know who thought this was a good idea. The larger Vegas casino hotels, I I am skeptical of the relaxing fa- like when when it's like New York, New York is a little like this too, where it's like, oh, if you're in that tower, you have to cross the casino floor mm-hmm. with your luggage to check well, that, in. Yes, that drives me nuts with a lot of these places. Because yeah. the thing we like about Park MGM is like the check-in desk is right there, right behind it is the elevator bank. Yes, you, you know go exactly right up to where it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's I was so... at Vidara, which is part of Aria, and that's completely the deal there, too. It's just, so you don't have, like, the silly fun, but you're close to the silly fun. Yeah. And you can maybe get a little calmer escape. Right. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Um, yeah, this is crazy. So they stopped making this. They threw out the transportation element of it, and it just had to become a, a ticketed boat ride called mm-hmm. Nile River Adventure. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was much to the adventure. I Because it wasn't supposed to be, it was just like going through hallways. Some of them quite narrow. It's a little <laughs> creepy. You go through like very little, because probably right above you, people are walking by to the rides of the restaurants or whatever. Yeah. So there's some low clearance for, and then, like, a guy on board, all of them, there's somebody on board, like, mm-hmm. Storybook Land, just from what, I could only find one video, and they are not making jokes, really. This is, like, real, they're pointing out real hieroglyphic stuff, right. and like, say, but it's all fake, and they're trying to incorporate, sometimes, the mythology of the rides that we'll get to. They're saying, you know, hey, our, the, the... Our main uh, archaeologist, Mac McPherson, was uh, spotted <laughs> around these parts, which, again, I love. This is so yeah, up my I alley. Love this this yeah. dumb bow ride in this part like connects to the other. Love it. But it's being said by this gruff Brian Doyle Murray-sounding guy <laughs> who does not seem to be thrilled with having to parlay. And then there's no... 
animatronics are you don't like encounter it's a pirates without anything to right look at besides stuff that you could just walk past in the hotel anyway they thought Weird. that yeah they thought the idea of it being transportation would be enough obviously they yeah they didn't think it was just going to be a ticketed ride but they thought they didn't have any foresight that that boat ride should have some sort of really unique theming or robots or anything to it yeah anything Yes, it's just, it's pointing out hieroglyphics that are uh, not ancient. They were put up there mm-hmm. three months ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, similarly, they, uh, this place also had a recreation of King Tut's tomb, mm. which you're like, why? Who would care if it's not a real, well, what if I told you it was greenlit by the Egyptian Ministry of Antiquities, and they oversaw it to make sure it was like the real tomb? Well, I would say still, mm, then okay. it's just a, if it's a simulation of a real tomb, but it doesn't have like a mummy trying to get out of the tomb yeah. and try to send me to hell and spit scarabs at me, right. then why bother to make it realistic? It's a very good point. <laughs> really weird. Some of these, uh, I'll say quote unquote artifacts, because they were all recreations when they were closing stuff down or pulling back on it, they, they did donate to a local Vegas museum. So that's nice. You can see. So now a real museum has a fake has King fraudulent tomb. yeah <laughs> artifacts. <laughs> I think there's still some sort of like King Tut exhibit. Some in the Luxor or there at the in at the, the, in the Luxor with the Titanic and with bodies. You know. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the fantasy, the topless review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's they, at Luxor. That's that a and Luxor. I didn't see. I forgot to go see it. Oh, you, you did? Were, yeah, but it's so just so, kidding. So I didn't see bodies. I didn't see. I didn't see dead bodies, and I didn't see nude bodies. I didn't you know, see, well, and well, they all, were both all, nude, actually. It all sounds a little body. It does. <laughs> Uh, bodies a couple spellings in play did that's you, my, so that's that's my yeah, new yeah did you s- <laughs> scribble that on the feedback card when yeah. you were like checking out so bodies. <laughs> i was close on those bodies i every time i walked to the luxor i was like angry or and for some like i was just like oh i just like get me transport me to the other side is dumb place <laughs> So I there's no really... boats. The idea was you get all you yeah. would just you would just wait ninety minutes for a fifteen minute boat ride. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Rest rest your feet, but it was not <sighs> to be. But look, uh, ultimately, you know, if if there were some flawed concepts here, it's because the big money was put into the centerpiece, the trilogy of attractions of high end theme park attractions secrets of the luxor pyramid oh. and again we will recommend the special that's on youtube the making of luxor i think that'll find it for you mm-hmm. um and uh, where you can watch the the creation they have cameras present for every step of putting together really high end the highest end outside of disney universal maybe higher than some of what they were doing at the time yeah this was top tier stuff plopped into this casino to be mostly unappreciated (laughs) (laughs) the work they put in for the work they put into to the appreciation ratio has to be off the charts (laughs) different i don't know how to explain you know what i'm saying the amount of work the amount of effort versus the amount of people that actually gave a shit (laughs) 
Yeah, it was when you so compare much it to like so little, I assume same era, uh, Indiana Jones Adventure, right? And it it is like comes out to rave reviews, and people still are just like trembling when they like I, I love it so much in reunion yeah. panels, and it's the grin. I want to take my kids on it and pass it along, and they refreshed it, and they I it, like the emotion present in, and I'm not saying these were better than that, right. but it was like top tier themed entertainment talent yeah getting nothing did anybody tell him i liked it (laughs) (laughs) i it's possible no (laughs) i guess i'll say now if somehow someone is listening who's part of these i can't say i liked it because i didn't go yeah i wish i could have gone these seem incredible yeah 100 the the thing i had always heard about it was the one guy associated with douglas trumbull who worked on Back to the Future the Ride directed it. He's yeah. the reason for like mm. the reason for the premise. He saved it. It was like uh, potentially going to be a disaster that just mm-hmm. made people nauseous. They built a theater that was not to his liking and he's like what can we do? And he figured out how to make it work and he he remade that uh, the you know one of the greatest rides ever. Yeah, and I think another was known for the special effects on Close Encounters of the Third Kind. At some like point, 2001. 2001. 2001. The is this guy. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Blade Runner, at, uh, Star Trek motion picture. At mm-hmm. some point, went to, um, left Hollywood and, and started working more in themed entertainment and like just- Under the shadow of Natalie Wood's death, which occurred while he was directing her in a movie. Dear God. Yeah. And he like, I'm sure I said this before, but yeah, he's, he's just on the record. Like, and after what happened to Natalie, I just, I didn't want to be in this town anymore. And mm-hmm. I crazy. Can you imagine that? You're like, no, you were the person with her when this still mysterious thing occurred. Wait, well, he wasn't on the boat. No, no, you no. just mean he was working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't read that. Stick of it. I can't believe what happened, what someone else did. And I won't say who, <laughs> but you can, uh, hey, it's up to you. Like, to we're go not away. asking Dude, the right question. story together. Hey, check out this big miniature. It's pretty funny, <laughs> right? It's giant, but <laughs> the, it's tiny. Rides are going to be fun. That's yeah. what we should focus on. Um, no, a, a, a giant in the field of early special effects. Yeah. Who, and also in, uh, experimenting with different frame rates to create different crazy effects. So you don't have, I don't think, uh, what Peter Jackson later did or James Cameron later did with, uh, uh, you know, uh, not standard frame rates uh, without yeah. this guy, and especially in this ride forum because mm-hmm. uh, he started doing everything 60 frames a second which was did not happen much then right uh but worked really well for for ride purposes yeah one of the attractions that the names of the attractions by the way in search of the obelisk luxor live and theater of time in search of the obelisk kind of the straight more straightforward simulator ride luxor live like starts as a talk show with in-person <laughs> actors mm-hmm. and then becomes more like cg footage and then theater of time is like that's the future one that one i think pretty quickly replaced with just an imax theater a regular imax yeah. yeah so it's all screen based but in this, like, you know, when, when that was nearly impossible to do in a, in a way that, that really worked and where you needed people who were part scientists to right. do the math and to, and to build the domed screens, the, what they had to do to do this. Because, okay, so he, uh, for Back to the Future, the ride 
was not happy. He had to like, we already built the theater. We're stuck. Can you save it? Right. And he had to like work around that. He got to build these theaters from the ground. This guy had a huge say in the layout of the, of the Luxor in general, was involved in building the theaters. He, he was involved in creating a custom robot to paint the screens so that the, the, the screens were even and you could light them correctly, which is also admirable. And then all, you just read about the history of this, that like the film started going to shit that nobody was maintaining it yeah. properly, like which has happened so often. Like it's so I appreciate the optimism that we can put a really top tier technical uh, process in this casino and that somebody will take care of it because yeah. I don't I think a year in maybe less. Maybe as soon as Doug Trumbull left town, they're like, all right, and put a 14-year-old in there, and we are good. <laughs> you know it got bad so fast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless he was, ch- I, like, I wonder, like, does he, how long does he even stay on? I don't think this is documented at all, but, like, how long does he get contracted for past opening? Okay, it all works. Does he Does he check in on it every six months or after a year he's out? Or maybe not, because if there's no, yeah, I mean, assuming there's no new money in it for him right. to, then, then why why would you? He he can't. Um, I think the whole thing was part of. I found another interview with him where he was saying this was part of some. Okay, he he coined this term. He he was imagining a world full of high impact entertainment centers. He wanted there to be a ton of things like what he did right. in Luxor. Every city has something like oh. this, where it's a theme park and it's high-end original movies with a story. Mm-hmm. And that was part of it to him. He thought of making them all correlated. They said, we want three rides. He said, the ride should be connected mm. so that you get more invested in these characters as you go. And he, you know Schomburg was going to have one of, of those. Course. I suspect somewhere around me would have had one Glendale Galleria or of whatever. Course. Like, we're King of Prussia Mall. We all, if he'd gotten his way, we would have had such insane, like, arch stories that don't, like, our dads don't understand, and (laughs) we're begging to keep going back to these weird things that are, like, too adult for us and scare us, but we're, like, chasing the scariness. God, I wish he'd gotten Uh, to do more His vision of the world, I really have to get behind here, because he... He's what we've said this from day one on this podcast, like more stuff like this and just like malls, you know, like exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Film based micro theme parks in shopping malls, multiplexes and casinos. That was his full detailing of his vision. And there was every any bit of it that we ever see. We're like, oh, look, one of those. Yeah. He wanted there to be everywhere. There was the vibe. I mean, there was, you know, Disney Quest. They wanted it everywhere. Um, Yeah. Blockbuster. Blockbuster had that entertainment. There was only ever one, maybe two of them. Yeah, What's yeah. that called? Um, entertainment City? Something like that, yeah. And and there there were Sega in in Australia. I think there was a Sega-sponsored thing. There were multiple kinds of things in There's Japan. There's a Sega thing here. There was something called Virtual Land right. in oh, the okay. Luxor, too. Oh, where yeah, you could, yeah, yeah. Where you could get in those like orbs that yes. spin around and uh, go 360. Oh, yeah, massive arcade here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm- rides and uh, three attractions a boat ride like they are going for the disney dollar here oh god if i uh, I don't just listener wherever you live just imagine where you know it would be and imagine (laughs) imagine what year it would have disappeared yeah probably 96 to 99 sometime but imagine how what the fond memories you would have in 1995 of going to this barely attended (sighs) 
too yeah. dense of story theme park near you, you know, in wh- whatever in like uh, in Glendale, Arizona. Right. I oh god, oh the world of these. I wish was there. There's. I still. We're not done yet. This still is trying. Like it's not the same thing, but like the void was trying. Even though now that's over. Like mm-hmm. this is still an idea to put so much more themed garbage everywhere. Yeah, and I still I think it can as we get older and as we theme park pill our kids more. I feel like we're just priming the world for it. And as shopping malls die and we don't yes. know what else to do with them, they're big crazy spaces. Why not just turn them into right? Uh, you know, Meow Wolf. We were That's saying on I'm, the second gate is a good. You know, they're they're trying to do these off the beaten path the things. You know, crazy experiences in in uh you know not the three primary cities uh, and without like a billion dollars to do them mm-hmm. uh i'm hopeful i'm hopeful and how long did that austin powers bar last in glendale that's a themed bar that lasted recall. a couple of years enough for me to go a couple times i think enough i went for twice. me to feel some sticky textures of chairs and <laughs> yeah see some shady people yeah um yeah yeah the dreamers of the world the the, the trumbles and the powers is the, the fake un- powers is the unauthorized austin powers bar oh there was an unauthorized star wars bar on hollywood boulevard wasn't there oh That's it's still, still going i believe mm-hmm. so okay. I kevin smith does his shows there still oh okay pretty sure i'm pretty sure i see him so in the front dream of, is alive yeah i'm pretty sure i see him in front of like the bar like the moss sized looking bar when he's talking talking about flicks <laughs> okay so I think it's still there. Well, I'm this saying, is... I'm saying that it exists. This idea exists. It's not dead. Douglas Trumbull had a dream, mm-hmm. and I think it's still alive. Does Kevin still have a key to the Kevin Smith podcast lounge on the top floor of the John Lovitz Comedy <laughs> Club? Formerly Wizards, you know? What is right? it now? What is it now? It's nothing. It's nothing? Storage. It's a bunch of boxes. It's storage, and the signs rats and bats. Was it still the third, says, Is it the third floor of the... Or third story? I thought it was... Yeah, so in the circle in the like the bamboo ceiling area, it was the third floor. It was like an above. It was Carl's later. Was it was it? added on later. I, I know, think. but we're actually. I'm, this is really. I would like to know. Do you know specifically where it was? I don't know specifically. I was never there. No. I wasn't either, and I'm. I feel bad that I wasn't. There's no diagrams of this. There's no Martin's vids breaking down where mm-hmm. the Smodcast Theater was. But where it had to be like above the. What is it? What is Carl Strauss now? Oh, it's. Starbucks, isn't it? Starbucks. It's a Starbucks. It's a Starbucks. So above the Starbucks, maybe was where John loves. I think you're no, no. The other side. It's above the. um, It was next Johnny Rockets. Oh, okay. I think, and then Wizards, because Wizards, you see the pictures of the. um, But Wizards was the Carl Strauss and Starbucks, or am I completely my geography? I don't know. This it's not well recorded. Interesting. It's almost like they thought no one would care about this. <laughs> no one should even. We, we don't need to write down one bit of where any it's of It's like this we have is. to do. It's like we're going to have to do more City Walk, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep moving. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what these actual rides were. Uh, um, so they're all. There's like a. There's like a, a kind of a, an aesthetic that uh, is strewn through all of them, which is. Uh, like the future of Egypt, and you hear people mention in the special how it is the like mi- millions of years down the road version of Egyptian technology, where like there, like anything that the Egyptians thought of now is in use in the highest tech way, and it works great. So yeah. every all tech, all human technology is ancient Egypt based. 
But also, don't do they say at some point, and this is a society that came before Egypt, where it actually got less technologically yes. advanced. Oh, yes, they do say that. And okay. because they say the pyramids are like less good versions of what were originally built. I think they so say the Luxor, both. So the I, Luxor is supposedly like a better pyramid than the real pyramids that were built because it was built by the people before or the, or the, the whatever society before the ancient Egyptians. So your, <laughs> your hotel is shittier than whatever was there before that we don't remember. No, no, the hotel is, the hotel's is better. better. The, okay, the hotel better it's... than those fucking garbage pyramids in Egypt. Oh, right? and, the cra- yeah. and the crap old casinos. Yeah, yeah. Then the real pyramids. The, I, I'm sorry. Then the crap old pyramids. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's okay. right. All right. I, I got, think I that's I what I got from the there. special, at least. Wow. Okay. So we're so we're introducing uh, like an entire race of people yes. that has mostly vanished, and then also a whole a future based on ancient technology yes and so and yes. all right so uh dad with a big yard uh are you ready now <laughs> so are you ready to learn about ancient but future technologies and peoples yes yes dad who just wants to gamble <laughs> just take a nap gamble and smoke gamble with the big cup the cup oh, that the had your coins. quarter yeah they were coins oh man yeah and Which, you missed the big cup Did you, I, do you the know big cup? Gr- uh, growing up so close to atlantic city there were definitely relatives who would like if we would see them they'd be like hey here's a big cup you know this is good for the beach <laughs> and honestly the big cups were good for building sandcastles Oh, so you get their big coin cup, but it was empty. Yes. So oh. and, and, and I hope cleaned before anything was drank. Oh, was cleaned. Like, My mom was definitely big on like, yeah, clean that because it's probably disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, foul. Clean your coin cup. <laughs> clean the coin cup before you take it to the beach. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first one, you were now you were supposed to do this in an order. Yes. And, yes. Du- and Doug Trumbull was frustrated that they did not force people to do it in the order that he wanted. I love this maniac. Yeah. People do the second one first and the third one second. And I went, oh, it's just, it all went haywire. So, but if you did it under Trumbull's vision, you started with in search of the obelisk. Can we even, how, how did, I don't think I am capable of describing (laughs) the story of in search of the obelisk. (laughs) These things, and they're not, you, uh, there's, there's precisely one video of the actual ride, other than brief clips in the special, and it is like, it's somebody filming one corner of the screen, you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. It's tough. Let's, uh, let's try to, as if sifting through ancient ruins, can we put it together? Okay, you're in a ride vehicle that is called the Monolith? The Monolev. Monolev. Mono yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Monolev. Right. Mono a, a monolith is a... Fl- I, know I believe the architect character is like, oh, I guess you're coming with me. Mac. Yes. Mac. A, a, yes, an archaeologist. Yes. Mac. <laughs> Wait, I had it earlier. His last name. It was Mac... Oh, it's got Mac McPherson. Okay. It's Mac McPherson. <laughs> and then you've got Cricket. No, that was just the one woman. Cricket's not in the video. Cricket's not in the rides. Uh, and then you've, she, he has, Mac has a friend named Karina. Yes. And Karina, Karina is gone because she is in search of the obelisk. So we need to find Karina because uh, she's my friend. Right. And maybe in doing so also get the obelisk. Now, I don't know what is crucial about this obelisk. Maybe we don't know yet. Actually, yeah. that might be something we don't learn until Luxor Live. So, uh, 
Do we miss anything? Well, I mean, there's like villains. Well, yeah, you go. Th- well, okay, just like what happens, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, with the villains, you want to. I well, I don't know. I just I don't really know what they are. He's fighting a vi- like Matt. So so you're in a basically a simulator, like Back to the Future or something, and on the screen, Mac like is basically on the front of your vehicle. So it makes yes. it look like he's hanging out like right on the tip or the hood of your. He's on line. there with you, yeah, kind of, kind of surfing it. Maybe does he steering? He, he like has the steering mechanism. Yeah, yes, up yes. there too. From okay. the pictures, that's sort of what I can decipher. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're going through like a grimy looking practical effects sets shot with cameras, giant miniatures, motion giant control miniatures. cameras. And by the way, like, you know, regardless of story, which is hard to figure out, the cool thing is, if you like Back to the Future, the ride very much, it is same director, and thus it is really similar aesthetic, shot on similar film, shot on same kind of camera, um, like, just the degree of visual effects are very similar, uh, uh, and like compositing, and the way he lights it, and the way light is treated, and... Alan Silvestri score as well. So this was kind of a second Back to the Future ride yeah. that was only in Las Vegas. So that's pretty notable. It is, yeah, and it is. It is look. It looks some of some of the scenes almost look like Mortal Kombat. The movie I've, t- I've talked about Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Kombat recently. Yeah, big fan of Mortal Kombat. You've seen Mortal Kombat, Jason? I years ago. Oh, you got to watch it. too. Yeah, I got to rewatch it. We should. Really, yeah. There's some broader way. I mean, we 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 will certainly throw in movies that we want to watch and, yeah. and talk about them, especially on the second game. But is there some way to frame it that it's like the PTR canon? Just that we oh, where we oh. talk about the films that we think are the most fundamental to us as people, but yeah. also that are the most theme parky and the most sure. in line with like. Oh yeah, like David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it. I'll put it in the PTR canon. I, yeah. can, I can only assume, but like, yeah, if, yeah. If, uh, if people are down for more, for more of that, because then you get some Batman Forever, I would imagine. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have to. Um, and if you have a better name, if you have a name for the PTR canon, throw it out there, too. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, but mainly find proof of the fans. That's right, task right. number one. Uh, um, I send you in search of the fans as Karina is in search of the obelisk. <laughs> Uh, I love, I, I do love what I can see from this. Yeah. Yeah. Big fights happening on the front of the, yeah. and you're going through like a, it's an underground pyramid and there's a bunch of giant floating obelisks, but not ones you can grab. Yes. Right. Those are like levitating. Uh, um, you got to weave through them and not crash. The, I almost think there's no, I'm trying to think in back to the future, no one's ever on the hood of the car in Back to the Future. No. Yeah. So that's almost, a lot more ambitious. All the characters are on the screen in front of you. So this, that's way more ambitious. This is almost like a precursor to Spider-Man, uh, the Islands of Adventure ride, where you're really getting, it's a simulator, but you're getting characters up front, which gives you that, you know, personal touch that you might want from a, a intimacy, uh, intimacy, if you will. Well, some of the, and some of this stuff is also precursors to like, the Soren fly like they figured out like okay here's how we do kind of a flying theater before sure. the soaring flying theater comes yeah. along yeah yeah um also you mentioned spider-man a uh company that worked on that later worked on this called kleiser oh Wolzak. i didn't see that. uh okay. com- they uh, also part of honey i shrunk the audience mm-hmm. part of a zillion things and seems like a, one of them is a prolific director but one of either kleiser or Walzak. 
uh, built the sculpted the Michael Jackson history statue. Really? Remember that? Remember when they were sending big scary statues all over the globe and one of them is still in a McDonald's parking lot? <laughs> oh, in, yeah. In possibly Russia? Am I making that up? It's definitely somewhere weird. I don't know. They. I would There's not. There's still Michael Jackson scary statues floating out there uh, all over this world of ours and made by the same, which I understand, like, aesthetically, I see what, you know, the big ancient ruins and statues make sense. So, uh, you have, yeah, some Spider-Man folks cut their teeth on these. Um, to keep in, in perspective the, the CG and the footage stuff, uh, at one point they talked to, like, the engineer, like, the computer guys working on this. And they're like, and we've got a specially made computer. And, like, one image from this is 90 megabytes. And that would fill up someone's home PC instantly. Oh, my God. And it's like, (laughs) I think I clipped, I think I screen recorded a clip from the special that probably is, like, Around ninety. Oh, it's got to be more, probably. Depending. Yeah. 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 No, our, our like notes twenty files, seconds uh, of HD footage of yeah. HD footage of standard death special. My God. Yeah. Wow. There, there is some bad looking CGI in this too. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's to be beams that some you got yeah. some typical mummy kind of oh! right. Um, but there's so much practical stuff and it looks, it just looks like a weird kind of low budget 90s movie like this i don't know yeah 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 totally which is you know and it's and it's shot well where you yeah. even take you know even like some some dumb movie is still like is there a movie called like the great panda adventure <laughs> does that sound familiar let no. me not go into that movie what about like warriors of virtue even warriors mm, of virtue yeah, okay. is shot on beautiful pristine film yeah the movie nobody's really seeing or liking apologies to virtue heads out there the poster for the ride looks bad i would say <laughs> yes, the poster yeah. looks shitty i think the cityscapes look best because they're just practical miniatures that but what like, you're showing looks like a some like uh creepy it that's like it's 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 like I don't I was gonna say a Christian movie, but I mean like uh, yeah. the, the shadiest of Christian movies. Yeah, a Christian yeah. movie with an agenda. It's, sure. it's the ships that the anamorphs travel in, you know, yeah. on the covers. There's things I like about the poster, but the poster overall doesn't look as cool as it should. Pretty cruddy. Yeah. Um I there's somebody named Claggart and he's yelling get off of Claggart. But I don't really know what Claggart is. And then there's mm. also, there's another enemy whose name is Dr. Osiris. I forget mm-hmm. if he's part of this first one or if you meet him later. But Dr. Osiris is also part of the uh, the Luxor-verse. <laughs> the secret-verse. Uh, the the Pira-verse. I'm not sure which verse it is. Do you think, does so, because I don't know, I forget what year... MGM bought this, but does MGM now own the IP of all of this? Oh fuck! Probably. I don't know. Or does Circus Circus still? Or, or yeah, and maybe. What is Circus Circus anymore? Did Circus Circus get swallowed into something? Oh, I because th- the hotel oh, question, itself, actually, I, I think, is only that. I don't think they are major right. landholders. Uh, in yeah, general. maybe. 
Oh, so God. yeah, does like circus out. company? Is that I think the name was the circus company? Maybe could be before. Uh, yeah, do they own Mac and Doctor Osiris? Doctor Osiris. I'm I'm now crazy. I love a good crazy doctor name. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. I want to know what else can be done with Doctor Osiris. Yeah, we'll put that. I don't into think I know the... what he looks like or how to find a picture of him or if anyone saved a picture of him. Doesn't matter. We'll reimagine that. I love Doesn't his matter. name. I think Circus Circus might technically be under the MGM brand. Is that right? Because I think absorbed. it shows up in some of those uh, iPhone games. You can go to Circus Circus. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, maybe. That, hmm. That's probably right if that, if they're showing up there. They might be trying to sell it off. Although, um, if you look up Luxor and like, there's lots of Google question results of like, will the Luxor be destroyed? Like, will it be demolished or closed? Yeah. Will it suck inside itself and right. go to another realm? Yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> uh, talk about different floors being like, have, have the, has the basement been condemned? Like, M- wait M- a minute. Oh, okay, go ahead. I was going to say MGM bought it in 2007. So like all this stuff was uh, long gone. Okay. But I wonder if in the language of the sale, they said, and we we also buy the rights in perpetuity to Doctor Osiris, Karina, Mac, <laughs> <laughs> the obelisk, the obelisk itself, the maglevs. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So I Is wonder. Is it just floating out? Order? And if they ignore it, I think I say if you find that contract and and you do a, a little find and search and you don't find Doctor Osiris or maglev, that means they're up for grabs, and right. we can we can make a very frustrating graphic novel about all oh, of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and trust me, any of the publishers that would, pu- there's a lot of indie comics publishers now that it's like, yeah, we'll get your comic out. We'll get, we'll get a public. And they like pay dog shit rates. And they're like, and of course we'll keep the intellectual property and we will immediately start selling it to the major studios. No, we're right. not you know? doing that. Stand. We have to learn the lesson of Aaron Fector who would not give up his intellectual property of his characters, the beloved rock of fire explosion. Mm. And he kept them and he, uh, he holds them proudly. They're the great, greatest weapon in his arsenal. Oh, as my soon goodness. as he figures out anything anybody wants to do with them, <laughs> he's back on top. He crushes <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese because he wouldn't let them pill for his valuable IP. <laughs> Don't count him out yet. He's, <laughs> he's coming back. He's scheming in that warehouse that has room for 400 people, but it's just him and a bunch of like uh, Billy Bob robot oil <laughs> spilled everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has a bunch of rotting Billy Bob, <laughs> Bob Billy Bobs that will sometimes move, and he's like, "Oh, is it coming? To, is my creation becoming real?" And then just a bunch of rats crawl out of it. <laughs> he could have had some of the Five Nights at Freddy's money. He could have had like the at least the current weird Alf, where it's like, "Oh yeah, Alf's back." Uh, they're Wait, doing what? some short. They're they're the doing mobile sh- commercials. Yeah, the Mint Mobile, like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is stuff. teamed up with Alf for Mint Mobile commercials. That's so freaking yeah. epic. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> uh, um, okay. I think that covers In Search of the Obelisk, except, spoiler, you do not get the obelisk. Yeah. You get what's important. You save Karina, Mac's best friend mm-hmm. or lover or mm-hmm. associate, or maybe he has better friends. I don't know. Karina matters to Mac and you get her onto the maglev, do they, but do, you don't get the obelisk. So we're still in search of the obelisk after in search of the obelisk. Do they call in that special? Do they call like the two of them like quintessentially nineties or something? No, oh, maybe <laughs> they describe then both. they say that yes, within the nineties. They they, maybe they don't say quintessential, but they definitely uh, say both of them are like typical nineties people. 
And by that, they mean white, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, yeah. G- the most Straight. generic white humans. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so then if you continue the story or if you realize that this is what you're supposed to do, um, it, it, apparently we, I think this footage where you enter the ride and it says episode one really big on it as if like, <laughs> so you get it? These rides are episodes. And yeah. I think the tourists partially drunk probably did not. But if you went to episode Episode two, that was Luxor Live. Luxor Live is an out-of-this-world talk show where you will behold a fabulous 3D solar eclipse. It's kind of like a campy version of Geraldo. Now I'm lost. What does this mean? Now I'm in. (laughs) I just don't think I get it. Luxor, okay, so, and now we're in the present. That's the idea. So the idea here is that Luxor, the casino you're staying at, has a live Geraldo-esque talk show. Yeah. And uh, It's not like the serious Geraldo show that you're used to. No. (laughs) The straight ahead, very played, (laughs) like a news, uh, a a piece of serious news Geraldo show. No, no, no. This was the wild times, uh, yeah, with the weirdos where he's getting into fights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. So... Uh, all right. The vis- visitors are part of a, stu- fake, a studio audience of a fake TV talk show with a debate between... <laughs> Welcome to Luxor Live. Today at Luxor Live, uh, all right, everybody having fun at the casino? You're hanging out by the pool? Well, today we've got a treat for you. Uh, we've got archaeologist Mac McPherson and Colonel Claggart, and they are going to have a debate about uh, ruins and uh, whether we should use technology to get uh, uh, items from the past and bring them to modern times. I'm again. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I suppose this all happens in front of a talk show set that has a Johnny Carson esque cityscape, but it is not of uh, Hollywood. It is of the two properties that Circus Circus owns. <laughs> so there's a big Circus Circus clown, and there is the Excalibur Castle. Yeah. And in this setting, there is a debate about archaeology <laughs> that happens before a live studio audience. Now, here's what I've always tried to figure out. I first saw this special a few years ago. Um, did they have the actor who played Mac McPherson on retainer to be there in person, or did they just, like... All right, we need a white guy with brown hair, you know. They can't have, and he's right. He's far enough away. Well, you they'd know? have to have multiple Macs, I would assume. So I, think I would maybe assume maybe that's the idea. I bet. I bet that's just like Terminator Two kind of. I th- I would think deal. Where, yeah, yeah. It's just he's. You couldn't count on Mac forever. I think the, something that I'm confused about though is when it transitions from live to movie because of a. a comment i read somewhere to somebody describe being there as a kid and then thinking this thing was confusing and unremarkable until one of the actors exploded into particles <laughs> <laughs> and I, so then i don't understand i don't know if like what if all i get it seems like it was live actors but what if some of it was projected or i, or I don't know or there was a screen in front of them that made a, i i don't know whatever's going on here maybe this ended up being actually the coolest effects wise due to yeah. the surprise of it and then like the screen cracks apart and you go into like a fully it seems like terminator 2 it does seem like t2 like yeah. that really like there's you don't know it's screens until right. something crazy happens but then you watch a bunch of 
crystal dance oh i love the crystal, oh, the crystal dancers. dancers yeah they are touting the liquid are they crystal dancers or liquid dancers I'm i not, saw crystal dancers crystal figures but they, i don't know what i got this they from. are talking up those crystal figure dancers in that special as well where they're like and they like captured real life human movements to make these new crystal like they're really blown away by these and they obviously did they did, like they did early, yeah essentially mocap, original yeah. avatar yeah and yes then, uh but it sounds like dry description of this first liquid human beings emerge from the life-giving source of water then solidify into male and female glass dancers moving <laughs> in harmony but they soon grow wary of each other put on armor and start fighting culminating in a nuclear blast <laughs> this, All right. this is sounding a little a little obtuse a little uh, or, or like too uh, uh, pointed, or I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I am, I'm very. Would I love Luxor Live, or does Luxor Live collapse this entire experience? It's a good question. I could see there being a lot of cringy stuff during Luxor Live, but I don't know that the dancers were as impressive as they thought. But if somebody blew up into particles, it does. That could look get me like back. The eventual TLC waterfalls video. Which was yeah. very impressive yeah. to the MTV viewers of 1995. Right. However, I don't. They probably the technology was probably better then. Uh, you accept uh, things a little jankier in a music video, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. This uh, uh, rem- when I was reading that Luxor, I discovered I I had seen it years ago, but I didn't put it all together, uh, uh, or didn't really mean anything to me. But the getting jiggy with it music video is filmed in the Luxor lobby. Right. And then they're in front of the Mirage Volcano. Yes. And then they're in front of New York, New York. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, traveling all over, but by way of just Las Vegas. Just, You're yeah. right. It really encapsulates that that era and all and, of the big silliness going on. And specifically the one side of Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Does does he not do kind of like walk like an Egyptian dancing? Oh, yeah. Is he oh, not yeah. in sort of a headdress? I believe he is. Uh, he is, and the backup dancers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Egyptian stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, well, he maybe he saw these shows and started thinking about like. Wow, so there's some there's some crazy stuff out there. I should maybe pursue like you know I, I passed by this building uh, it said Scientology on it. I wonder if that that has mm-hmm. anything to do with. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, that's very possible. Was, was, was is Colonel Claggart part of that? Is, is Doctor Osiris is part of that? Obelisk, obelisk in uh, Scientology. What are the secrets of the obelisk? Maybe Scientology will open me up to mm-hmm. those secrets. Is yeah. this Douglas, Douglas Trumbull was just maybe trying to create a religion based around an obelisk? Maybe. <laughs> Obeliskology. Yeah. <laughs> this is div- and the Luxor was going to be <laughs> the Luxor the was going to be the, the celebrity center of his new religion. All hail the obelisk. Did someone find the other like pop music connection? Uh No, I didn't. That I didn't when Tupac it. Shakur was killed in Vegas, he, took he a was a picture here the night I of. saw he was staying here. Whoa. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's he gets killed elsewhere in in uh Vegas. He was staying someone oh, of, another, someone like, of his wealth shit. at the time was staying <laughs> at yeah. the crappiest hotel. Well, maybe in 96 it was still okay. I don't know. Wow. It do you think be do you think I'll just type it into Google. Did, did Tupac meet Dr. Obelisk and Colonel Clack? Did he go to the rides? <laughs> Very good question. That's so creepy. There is a room at that hotel that is the... It could have been where you that were staying, be. where 
it was the, like the room that Tupac did not return back to that night. Jesus. My God. <laughs> yeah. He this place this. really is. This place does need to <laughs> fold into itself there needs and to go be to a, a, Like a priest needs to come, or an army of priests from, from different religions. From a real religion. religion. Yeah, from the good religion, <laughs> Christianity, the one that makes sense. The ultimate 90s religion. <laughs> <laughs> get, a, get the top priest from each state and get them over to the Luxor to get the spirits out of there. Everyone hold hands, surround the building. Yes. And then and only then will it return. Now, of course, Carrot Top can keep playing there. He's not part of the curse. No, he's, he he's helps, good. He helps fend off the curse. He balances the light. Laughs. He balances the, the bad with Carrot the light. Carrot Top is a force of light. Uh, it, it, Wikipedia says, um, so Tupac was at the Tyson fight at the MGM Grand. Mm-hmm. And then there was a brawl. And it says, after the brawl, Shakur returned to his hotel, the Luxor Las Vegas. Wow. He went back there? So he yeah. Did, he stopped there first. Before, whoa. That's insane. He was, I, th- I believe he was killed closer to Flamingo Road. I forget the intersection. Yeah. I've been at I was in a cab and somebody's like, you know where we are? Jesus. Oh, God. East Flamingo Road and Coval Lane. Coval. Wow. Um, huh. Crazy. Hmm. Um, he might have waited the ninety minutes for the boat ride. They he, maybe he got they, the maybe they're like, famous. oh, we'll they take let you. Him, yeah. yeah, they let him cut the line. Jesus, he could have met Cricket, or he got <laughs> Tupac and Cricket could have met on this Jeez. earth. If he'd been on the boat ride, if he'd done it, if he'd been patient and then waited, what if he like then people were like looking for him? But he's he's having a blast on the boat. Yeah, it's possible. He's in a secret. He's in one of the secret tunnels of the Luxor. Anything's possible. Do you think a crew guy on the Will Smith video is like you know Tupac was staying here when he was killed? It's like Jesus, don't tell me that. Like <laughs> you fucking haunted Egypt hotel. And that was what that was what cartoon cursed, that was what cursed Will ultimately. That's what led yeah. to what happened thirty years later. <laughs> it took a while. It took a while to manifest. Um, Okay, so now, well, basically, the special says, like, the audience shares Karina's discovery of the true meaning of the obelisk. Okay, again, (laughs) it's hard to imagine people. Okay, so now, now, armed with my knowledge of the true meaning of the obelisk, now I can proceed to the theater of time. (laughs) And the theater of time is set, so this... I don't know if you stole it on this too. That there's you, you encounter a big sign, and the sign says "Enlightened Society for Global Transformation," and it which could, also sounds like a Scientology. I was going to say the, the logo looks like Scientology. <laughs> it really does. The phrase looks like Scientology. <laughs> sounds like Scientology. This might have. I th- I, I'm deciding it. This opened Will Smith's mind. This started him on the path. Um, I this picture that I'm showing of the sign. This this is what would greet you as you entered the theater of time, and now it is at the Neon Museum. This is this is right, sitting right. around somewhere. Um, if you go there in Vegas, which I've not, but I would like to. I'd like to see that sign because it's actually a lot like Alien Encounter or something. Yeah. It's very like yeah. very nineties theme park. Um, and then and this was a this was like a screen tipped like movie screens are thin and long ways imagine if you turn that if you went 90 with it mm. if you go 90 if you do quibby freestyle right. you turned it on its head they did it so th- it was a big it was a tall long screen is what this was right and a then all tiktok <laughs> this was the, the think of it as the TikTok. original tiktok um 
and uh, eventually this just became a real IMAX theater. They just like, yeah, Let's put more screen on there. Why do we have just one? We can only play one kind of movie, much like what befell Quibi ultimately. Yeah. Maybe having some more flexibility in what you could show here is good. Um, there's not a lot about theater of time. Did you no. guys? I didn't. I, no. I don't really understand what's happening in this one. It seemed, is this a mainly a sit down movie? But with a little bit of movement, it's not a full simulator. Yeah, it seems like it's just sort of a, a, an IMAX, like a little bit of an elevated IMAX. It's seen some of this stuff seems a little proof of concepty. I think it was because you know? he's yeah. he's like, this is my chant. There's I, I have like f- Doug Trumbull found this rare pile of money to prove his yeah high impact entertainment center concept. Um, and I wish it had been proven better. I know. It's like I, I admire his his uh, big reach for the nonsense, uh, like just doing this much dumb nonsense. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like if it just it was a little bit more accessible. Yeah. At the very least, it could have lasted longer than this stuff did. Well, it's obviously mobsters versus mummies. That yeah. is the only, like, the, a very clear story, much like Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what it is when you're going into it. He should have had the idea that we just had 30 years later. I agree. Uh, the only other pitch I had on it is that he uh, licensed William Shatner's Tech War. Mm. Uh, uh, of course, the William Shatner verse. It uh, is surprising created... Tech War is not part of Luxor. <laughs> at this, <laughs> like, at this, today. Yeah, that, oh, that today. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. The visit the Tech War experience. <laughs> the, <laughs> opened in 2006. The William William Shatner supposedly created future story of the illegal drug known as tech. <laughs> tech. Is it just in our world or like it's not tech war is not in another universe? I believe it's in the future, but I actually don't know if it's in another universe or not. Okay. Yeah. Tech war is definitely in the canon. It's in the tech war is yeah, in the yeah. PTR canon for yeah, sure. Because there's a lot of there's a, there's a variety of things we need to watch and read. Yeah. Oh, and it filmed at the Eden Center in Toronto. Well, I'm on board. (laughs) The future as seen through a big, tall mall. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Hey, that, you know, I I got a couple of things. Uh, One, Douglas Trumbull uh, credited it with uh, working on the first flight simulator ride, which I think you can see footage of online. It's called Tour of the Universe, and it was in the basement of the CN Tower. Of the tower. In Toronto. Pre-Star Tours. Pre-Star Tours. Tours. They got to it first. Uh, the other thing, you know, we were speculating about, like, how did Luxor get made? How did this all happen? And there's a clip in that special. Um, uh, this is Clyde Turner. is uh, the president of Circus Circus Enterprises. And this is, I mean, when you see this clip, when you hear him talk about it, it's just the most dynamic thing you've ever <laughs> encountered. But the vision is somewhat big. And what happens is that you then seek out the best and the brightest of all you can find. And you have intense brainstorm sessions. And out of that comes ideas. He's just so describing the creative process. Making, <laughs> if that's making you, like, you're probably electrified hearing that 20-second clip of this man who appears to be falling asleep on camera. <laughs> God. Yikes. And uh, then it cuts to the table. It cuts back and forth between the table of, like, this is the casino manager, this is Douglas Trumbull, this is an engineer, and it's the... Uh, you've never seen so many receding hairlines in one place. No offense. <laughs> no shade, fellas. I'm right there with you. Uh, but it's like, uh, yeah, there there ain't a woman or a person of color in around for miles and miles, you know? 90s. Sure, 90s. Um, 
Yeah, well, look, um, this thing, I don't think it went away right away. I don't remember when they started. I think, you know, it just, the theater of time became a regular uh, IMAX theater. I'd like to know more about theater of time, but it's not. You can watch a big clip of it on one of those Mind's Eye videos that keeps coming Mm. up. You can watch a big extended, like a minute and a half sequence of it, and it's very impressive. It's very, you know what it's like? It's like being in Hill Valley 2015 in the Back to the Future ride, but you're not rushing through it. And there aren't oh, right. cars and stuff coming at you. None of that exciting shit. Right. What if you could just hover above <laughs> a gentle Hill Valley future? I like that. Sure. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, then, I okay. take it back. There is one woman and one person of color at the table of bald men. <laughs> right. I just, Not a single. No wanted to, to I just wanted to clarify. These sexist racists wouldn't allow him in the room. I just wanted to clarify. They were stopped at the door. Get out of here. These very bald men <laughs> did let a couple is. people. Yeah. You were right about the baldness. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> Right about you the should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, um, so uh, these things start disappearing. The the attractions they can't really get rid of these facilities. They're mm-hmm. baked into the building, like certain theme park, like uh, Yeti. Um, so they started using it for other stuff. When I was first in Vegas as a as a uh, not child in 2006, I remember that one of the presumably formerly the Obelisk ride was home to something called Reboot the Ride, a ride oh, based on this. the early CGI television wow. show. Reboot the Ride is maybe worthy of its own episode. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. assume I, I I'm not going to try to rush some version here. Um, it uh, but it was at a number of theme parks I think, and somehow provoked. A second one. So I'm sorry. Okay, so it was at Adventure Dome first, mm-hmm. formerly Grand Slam Canyon, my favorite name, <laughs> um, and then moved to the Luxor, and then somehow I don't know where this was. If it was a Luxor, or some oh, I think it was in Canada, maybe somewhere. There was somehow there was not only reboot the ride, but later reboot the ride V2 Journey into Chaos. So we got two wow. reboot rides to grapple with, with a full mythology. And unlike the Obelisk verse, which nobody is tracking and, and taking care of, uh, reboot fandom is massive. So we can find every detail. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into that. Is we'll reboot doing that. Mint Mobile commercials yet? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't but no, oh. calculated if he's epic enough. Yeah, Maybe uh, Mac tonight, or not Mac tonight. Um, the uh, Mac and me. Maybe if Alf oh, that meets alien? Mac and me, if that oh, alien, yeah, yeah, is yeah. Mac, how, yeah. How much does Mac cost these days? Ryan Reynolds did do it? just. He's going to do biker mice from Mars. That's true. That's not a joke. Everything this guy does is so epic. <laughs> uh, um, well, like you know, it's kind of like a Spider Verse version of. Mm. I shouldn't talk about this. This will be a, this could be a job for any of us. Yeah. Uh, oh so yeah. I grew, I grew up with biker mice. I loved the mice. <laughs> I remember all of their names, and I'm checking my hand for an unrelated reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when the name them all when the biker mice play an exhibition a game against Wrexham football club oh boy <laughs> it's gonna be something welcome to Wrexham biker mice from Mars um the weirdest thing though about all this there it didn't the the Luxorverse did not just stay in the rides there was also a CD-ROM, yeah. which makes uh. all the sense in the world because this aesthetic of all of this is very CD-ROM. Yep. There was something called Secrets of the Luxor. I took a shot of the box. It has like the pitch 
of what this thing would be. And it has all it, by the way, this is Dr. Osiris. It's the characters. It's all of it. <laughs> um, this morning you were just another archeologist exploring an ancient pyramid. <laughs> Boring. Just another archeologist. Yeah. hum. Snooze. Now you're 300 years in the future trying to convince a madman not to blow up the sun. <laughs> Some days you wish you just stayed in bed. <laughs> And I downloaded an emulator of it, but I don't know why I have no emulator program. But anyway, yeah. we can play Secrets of the Luxor, explore Dr. Osiris more fully, see if he's worth trying to explore in an IP sense. Oh, I bet he, first of all, we know he is. Yeah, um, but of course, we yeah. do. We need to watch and or play, excuse me, uh, not just watch. Uh, this is, oh, I, I wish this had worked in, a, in some sort of way. I mean, is there yeah. really like, I know we're, we're simplifying it, but is there a way... If there's still, if everything was just better, would it have stuck around in a way where it was like you can't get rid of this, or it's just the nature of Vegas that everything is so disposable that there's it's almost impossible. Maybe that. Maybe if it maybe it was like due to the experiment that like ultimately it's not a family destination. This is not a place to do story rides. Yeah, um, like that inherent fault where I think this could have worked. Maybe this you know this transforms Niagara Falls and Myrtle mm, Beach and all the right, cities right. where all the weird crap is. Uh, it was just the wrong. It was the wrong market, but Drumble had to grab it while he could, much like an obelisk. Yeah, and see what power he could wield. It is and, an admirable, um, yeah, an admirable idea at the time. Yeah, if we're, um, I, in the MGM Grand Adventures episode, I brought up blackjack rules, hit, stand, double down, cash right. out. I think clearly the answer was double down. A hundred percent. Let's literally double. They, they, there wasn't, they didn't provide enough material to make us care about Mac and Karina. They needed to do six attractions, not three. <laughs> they should have added every year. They should have kept hitting and hitting and hitting. And they should have gotten rid of the hotel rooms, turned those into mazes. That's you knock I, some of those out. Now there's nowhere for Tupac to stay. Maybe he changes his Mac, mind, doesn't come to Vegas, and we're still getting Tupac albums to this day. Yeah. I mean, we are because he puts. he's the most prolific posthumous artist of all time. That's but I true. mean actually new, made by an alive Tupac. I think you've just, yeah, that's a future that we can get behind. And if we had just gotten behind Douglas Trumbull's vision that in, in his world, like in his world, you think there were like every hotel had interconnected, like, like you would see Mac in different hotels in different contexts. Like you could bleed this story into different hotels yeah. Like in the grandest oh, vision of everything. Yeah. It's a huge like Disney, like sea, Disney, not Disney sea, the theme park, but the sea, the organization, which it's is the Caesars. Connects. Now you go into a pre-Rome universe right. that was better than Rome and a future that uses Roman technology. Right. And now Karina is in search of the column. Oh, of course the column. Would love the, to see Mac help. This would get the maglev to help Karina find the column. No the one, crossover potential, like the Avengers of the Vegas casino. Oh yeah. You universe. make all different oh, characters man. for each, each one. And then they all get together. They in like all the big meet new up. Hotel. Yeah. yeah that experience. The, the slot machines and cheap drinks, table games, shrimp cocktails. That'll bring the people in, you know? Yeah. You got to give them something else but to do. What do you do? How do you yeah. make them stay with great storytelling? And the problem is there wasn't enough of this. They should have taken over Mirage. And that's about like a society of volcano people, which is, is that not kind of what Avatar 3 is going to be that about? That is absolutely what it is. So per, they would have gotten on that first, that right. meaty idea. And then like, 
you know, if they and if they didn't feel like, well, how are we going to come up with all this volcano related mythology? Well, it already exists. It's from the mind of this writer, L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> then you just plug in all the yeah. Dianetic stuff. So now, I, this, that's what I want. I want that it's 1998. And Douglas Trumbull is helping L. Ron Hubbard achieve his perfect cinematic three rides that tell the story of Dianetics, oh. where you go into the volcano verse with cr- Mac yeah. and Karina. And the New York skyline. These are these were buildings built before the people built New York. They were early societies that ah, built the better ancient sky. New York, the ancient, ancient old Orkians. The ancient Orkians. <laughs> I don't know why I dropped the Y. I don't sure, know why I went with it. And eventually that roller coaster what do they get will they get you know samsung uh touch phones in vr lenses and it's aliens oh right right it does become an alien thing yeah yeah it was always heading there it the trouble is not supporting trumbull trumbull should have had three ride a trilogy of rides in every single hotel Mm -hmm. and that is the reason and then it wouldn't be a game a gambling city anymore it'd be trumbull town trumbull town trumbull town wow well this makes me hate las vegas this makes me want to (laughs) get out of there i agree and not talk about it anymore but we're it's too late we're stuck uh you and and thus you survived podcast the ride sin city nights uh, I wish it was Trumbletown. I Ugh. wish they would have changed the name for him. It would have been, he would have, like, there was this brief time where they flirted with gambling and they hadn't discovered the power of storytelling and the power of the obelisk. Oh, yeah. It's dark times. Yeah. But as it stands, because they didn't do it, um, the Luxor should absolutely fold into itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disappear back or, and take all of the take all of the lost souls with it, or, or be, spit them back up. Bring hey, uh, to, <laughs> spit Tupac out on your way into crumbling. Yeah. I mean, I you know I was just looking at it specifically. The UFOs above in 2012 were orbs, so the orbs could also absorb the whole Luxor and take it back to its home planet or they could blow it up too okay. or implode it. Well, now I, uh, I told my wife and child they could come back in the door because we've been recording forever. So now I'm going to actually wrap up while they come in and probably, uh, she washes my son's hands. So, uh, you survived podcast, the right sin city nights, sin city theme, courtesy of Mike Carlson, sin city nights logo and current child care, courtesy of the wonderful Aaron Gardner. Keep up with PTR sin city nights on the, the bad socials like X at podcast, the ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll X. talk about what to do about that. More episodes coming on the main strip. Bonus episodes on Podcast the Ride, the Fremont Gate, and our high roller tier Club 3. You will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Uh, but for now, all hail the obelisk. All hail the obelisk. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.